Hello, friends. Welcome to Out of This World with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with the help of my good friends, Don and Doug, out of, uh, out of Texas. And I can't, I'm so happy to have you all here today. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together, we can and will make this planet of, of a really wonderful uh, place to live. It is our, actually our destiny, according to um, all of my guides, including President Kennedy, for all of us to live in peace and harmony and, um, and be happy. We're not meant to be fighting in a war. We're not meant to be in conflict. We're not meant to be sad. We're meant to be happy uh, um, and with, with life being abundant and uh, for not only ourselves, but our children and our children's children. That's the purpose of, of, um, of being here. People often ask me, well, why am I here? Well, it's, um, there, there's a lot of reasons. All of us chose to be here at this time. Uh, myself, I've been here about 52,000 years or two Mayan cartoon cycles. And I'm so excited to be here today, my friends. It's, it's just a fabulous time to, to be alive. And the energies are, are rapidly changing. Um, the, um, with today's show, um, we should have, um, 1.1 billion people listening today, uh, a little over a billion, which is amazing to me. Uh, it, and it shows that, uh, the planet is really waking up in over a hundred countries. Off planet, it sh- should be right around 550 million, my guides tell me. So I want to say, say thank you so much to the Galactic Alliance and the Pladeans, of course, and all other benevolent, uh, benevolent souls off planet, um, for all their fantastic help, including, of course, the Arcturians, the Syrians, um, and many, many, many other star star nations. They're all watching us right now um, to see what kind of choices we make because um, Earth is the linchpin, believe it or not, for the ascension of the rest of this, this universe. They've waited so long to see for us to catch up um, because Mother Earth, Gaia, is, has already ascended. She's already in the fifth dimension, and now we're, we're catching up. Uh, we, we are all, all catching up, and we'll, I'll be talking about that in about a half hour uh, with my good friend, Dr. Michelle Peel. She's a naturopathic doctor, has a PhD, and as well as done a lot of wonderful research into scalar energy as well as the ascension um, of the planet. So it's an exciting time to, to be alive today, and um, if we could show... Um, um, I, I wanted to go over some uh, prophecies first off, um, what other civilizations have told about this age. But before we do, I wanted to be sure to let everyone know about my new book. I came out a couple months ago, about a month ago, two months ago, called Journey to the Other Side. And on the picture itself, this is an angel that I photographed while on a flight from uh, Vancouver, Canada to Tokyo, Japan, back in uh, 17 or 18, I think it was in 17. I was woken up at about um, 2.30 in the morning and my angel said, take a picture of the uh, of the moon, Ted. And that's the moon coming through. This is an angel with, with wings. And then you can see that the, the, picture, the, the pink color there is love. And I was surrounded by angels as I was flying across the Pacific. It was an amazing picture. And that's the front cover of my book. It's, it's a book on how to talk to your guides, um, your, uh, uh, your spirit guides, your, your guardian angels, as well as benevolent, uh, extraterrestrials, including my dear brothers and sisters in the Pleiadians. I want to especially thank, uh, Pleiadian Admiral Halosaurus for his fantastic and wonderful support and protection. Um, and, uh, I'll be bringing him on. Uh, during the last part of the show at about 12 noon Pacific time, we'll all be talking about what life is like um, aboard a Palladian mothership and their route that they use, um, their travel from um, from Alcone in the Pleiades constellation to this, to this planet. They actually go through a wormhole, and it takes them about seven hours to go, 464.4 uh, <coughs> light years, believe it or not. 
and it take after that after that distance it takes them some time to um get adjusted to the vibrations here um they have to drink lots of coffee and i'm just kidding uh, they don't i don't think they drink coffee on board the ship but you can get rep you can have a replicator on board to make anything you you like it looks like a little um microwave oven and you program it to anything you like it's really cool I, i've used it myself up up on board the ship many times but they'll be talking about the travel and what we've got uh, what we've got in store for us and we have some exciting times believe me it's a little bit rough like right right now uh, on the planet we're still facing many 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 challenges of course the speaker of the house mccarthy i think his name is he actually was named by the world economic For forum which i know everybody here loves um uh, by, as speaker of the house two or three weeks ago on their website before his name even popped up so this was all planned out um and anybody of course chosen by the world economic uh, forum is got to be a disaster so uh, one of the things George Washington has been talking about, which I will be giving his messages in a few minutes, is that um, as things look like right now, where there's about a 60% chance, 60, 65% chance, uh, according to President Washington and Thomas Jefferson, that we will have a second American Revolution starting in mid-March uh, this year, which is a, just over two months away. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, about a month ago, it was only about a 10 to 15 or 20% chance of a revolution happening here in the United States. But thanks to Congress voting $100 billion of your money, um, to send to the Ukraine to support, um, the horrible atrocities there. Um, uh, that's why it's gone up so high Did you know that the, I've heard that the, uh, that the national guard here in the United States is not being paid this month because all the money has gone to the Ukraine, Biden and the Congress has sent so much money to the Ukraine, can't um, don't have enough money now to pay the National Guard. And this may affect uh, salaries of enlisted uh, men and women in the US Army too. Um, so, um, you know, when you don't get your paycheck, if you're in the military this month, just know that it's being sent to uh, to the Ukraine so they can kill more people. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's not well settling. Uh, postal rates are going up again. That's going, those, go, those are of course uh, being increased to pay for the Ukraine. Um, three years ago, before Biden, um, it cost uh, me about $5.25 to send a copy of my other book, which was Messages from the Masters to Friends in Canada. Nowadays, guess how much it costs? It just went up. It went up to almost $33 for a little book like this to send to Canada. And that increase attributable as well um, to the uh, Ukrainian money's being sent. How much worse does it have to get here in the United States before people stand up? Well, it's getting to that point here shortly, and George Washington has a lot to say on that. But what I'd love to do first is to go into the Hopi prophecies. I love the Hopi. They're such beautiful people. Of course, I've been fundraising now since uh, for the last almost five years for uh, clean water for the Hopi. Um, uh, Don, if you don't mind, could you show that picture of the Hopi Prophecy Rock? It's a fascinating rock. and like to talk about their prophecies as well for us. Um, it's the one picture of, of me in front of, the rock, uh, in front of the rock. It was sent on the weed transfer here uh, a little while ago. Anyway, thanks so much, uh, Don. I appreciate it. That's the Hopi Prophecy Rock. And if we could get a little bit closer, that would be great. That's on the Hopi Reservation itself. And um, you'll see... Oh, excellent, Don. Thank you so much, my friend. I, I love your um, your help today. You can see two lines, okay? The, you can see the kind of the, 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 the bottom lower left-hand part is this, is this square, all right? Um, and you kind of have to look a little bit, okay, 
Um, all right. Um, the, the, the main section in the middle is represents third density. And right after <coughs> that line stops, there's two lines on this rock. The bottom line is a straight line that actually, if you look at it, if you're there, it goes all the way around the rock. And it represents um, humanity here living in, in balance and in peace with, with nature. And that line basically represents humanity living in peace and happiness on this planet forever um, if we don't destroy ourselves by by nuclear war we don't uh, kill ourselves in, a, in a, any kind of fighting or a conflict and we learn to to live live happily with with one another um, the top line however represents this age what we're in right now and that line goes along um, you, along the top there, and there's people dancing actually on the top that represents our civilization. And then you'll see a zigzag. See the zigzag just above there on the top line, it kind of zigzags around and then it stops. That represents our civilization right now. If we continue fighting with failed wars like in Ukraine, continue supporting organizations like the so-called World Economic Forum, continuing support uh, supporting fake presidents like Biden and the military industrial complex, we will end. We will destroy ourselves through conflict. And this is what the this is what the uh, the lines mean. And if you talk to any Hopi elders, they'll tell you the story. The rock itself is about four thousand years old. And um, it's in a beautiful part of the Hopi Reservation. It's a very famous rock, but it's been there that long. And again, just to reiterate, the bottom line is civilization in homostasis in harmony with this planet, and we can go on forever living living that way. But we have a choice. We can either um, um, go on living in harmony and peace with each other in the lower line, or we can go up in a zigzag, zigzag line, and then it stops. If you look just before the, the line starts to go up in zigzag, there's a line there as well. That line represents fifth dimension. And so we are at the cusp. We are at the beginning of a shift into the higher dimensions so that um, um, we, we really have a choice. All life is choice, actually. And um, this is one of the meanings of the of the of the Hopi pro prophecy. Um, if you can, you can look on uh, on the Internet as well and look up the Hopi prophecies. There's a lot of videos of elders there who talk about these times and, and what's happening. But um, uh, the purpose of my show um, is to make this world a better place. And I've been doing this now for over nine years, uh, broadcasting every week uh, for nine years now. And, um, and I'm so glad you're, you're all here today. I got an urgent message actually from President George Washington. I do talk to him frequently. And he said he was quite concerned about the United States. Actually, it was George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Benjamin Franklin who came to me last year um, in January and said, um, they wanted they wanted all Americans um, um, in this great country to help um, save the republic because we are in danger of becoming extinct with all the fascism and tyranny and all the lockdowns for for this whole thing was uh, completely planned out as you know and many people um, are dying as a result of it um, there uh, between the period of, of January of last or yeah it was just when the uh, when the vaccines first came out to um to um this last summer um about 44 million americans have died as a result approximately of of the of the shots that's a tremendous that's a tremendous number and what's amazing to me in years past 
when just a few people, a handful of people died from any kind of vaccine rollout, they would stop the trials and the government back then would say, well, we, we need to rethink things and look at it, at it again. But with all the deaths happening right now, um, it's just really troubling to see that that um, that the government actually is perpetuating the problem. Um, one of the things, of course, affecting it is the military, but our, our military and mil many militaries around the world. But the good thing is that in this final appropriations bill passed by Congress, I think it was just last week, there's a prohibition against any further um, shots. So uh, uh, people in the military now or coming into the service will not be required to take any of those 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 lethal um uh, lethal shot, uh, shots. But um, uh, President Washington, George Washington, is very adamant that uh, if we don't turn things around and soon, um, we will have the start of a second American Revolution starting about mid-March around the uh, spring solstice, solstice, which is about the 21st or 23rd of of uh, of March. I'll be talking with that with my good about that with my good friend Michelle Peel here in a few minutes. Um, but um, there's a lot of other prophecies as well um, uh, coming out now. You have to look at, uh, if you look at the d different timelines, but it all depends upon our, our choices. Nostradamus actually says we're doing better than we think, but he does see on one timeline where the, the negatives, including Biden and the cabal and the world economic, so-called World Economic Forum, come in and they start a third world war with, with Ukraine. Um, there, was a, there was an excellent... Um, uh, uh, prophecies uh, came out by uh, Tarot by Isabella. She's from Sweden. I, I saw, I saw her latest um, her latest prophecies this morning. And I want to thank um, uh, I want to thank I, I have a, a good friend uh, named Sophia in Sweden. She sent me this this link to it, and I watched this morning. I want to thank her for that because it was a fascinating read on what she saw happening in the in in the world actually. And they she said that. Um, uh, NATO will try to send people from various European countries into the into the Ukraine this year, but the soldiers won't want to fight. They will not want to fight, and the whole thing will will fizzle out and return to uh, more or less normalcy by the end of this year. And that's a good prediction. That's a wonderful prediction. In the United States, um, uh, she said that um, the um, um, the there would be um, a lot of. Uh, she's looking at a lot of of uh, turmoil and people rioting um, coming in a couple of months um, here in the U.S. Um, and so it is coming. You know, you put you push people, people's back to the walls and um, you, you can only do so much um, and before they have nothing to lose. Um, but um, people need to stand up for their rights. If you look at if you look at Biden, he did, certainly didn't win the election, he didn't have 81 million people. Two, um, two years ago with the election. And it's basically a coup d'etat by the deep state over the American people. But I don't see him coming, uh, staying in office. I look at him leaving within a month, two months max. And it's kind of like um, I was talking to my producer, Don, wonderful fellow this morning. And I said, when he goes, you know what's going to happen? They're going to just uh, flick a switch on the CGI screen and suddenly he'll be gone. <laughs> he won't be on CNN anymore and mainstream media because he will be taken off the air. Um, but because that's what I had heard, um, depending on upon who you talk to, Biden either died two years ago or before that, um, and they've replaced him with, with the CGI screen and the and four actors that I've been told about. So um, it's going to be very interesting. <coughs> it's been very hard to see what happens after that. People have talked about um, uh, Trump coming back as, as an interim president um, for the next uh, for the next couple of years, which would be wonderful, of course. 
but the timelines are a little bit clouded as to what really will happen. But I, I don't see, uh, I don't see Biden being in office more than two months, uh, probably about a month out. Um, once, once Biden goes, I don't see Trudeau being lasting at all. He's another puppet um, that they've got, and um, things are going to be rapidly changing. Um, but um, people should be prepared um, for um, for a turmoil that is coming to the United States. It's it's unfortunate, but um, the negatives are doing everything they can to still destroy us. So people, if you don't have food, get yourself a good two or three month food supply. Um, we have, of course, the Second Amendment here in the United States. I certainly don't advocate any violence, but I think it'd be good to have your own gun and ammunition as well um, for protection, uh, which is your legal right under the Second Amendment because you might need it coming up. Uh, if the government disintegrates, you might have to have some sort of protection for yourself. If you're in a city, you might think about relocating out to the countryside um, and uh, get yourself prepared, especially with food and a, and a good supply of water. Um, but um, there's a lot of changes coming. And um, all in all, I know we're going to get through it. Nostradamus has told me that um, that um, we weren't supposed to reach this level of ascension until the year 2038. But we have increased. We are now 16 years uh, ahead of schedule, 15, 16 years ahead of schedule right now. And we're advancing at such a rapid rate. I'll be talking about this with uh, Dr. Peel in a couple of minutes. But she saw us not only going into the fifth dimension, but beyond to the to the seventh or eighth dimension. And she also said that um, what's interesting is that the fifth dimension is is just a it's, it's not a it's not an endpoint. It's it's just a it's a it's 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 a destination on the way to higher dimensions. Uh, we were all um, at one time up on the 10th and 11th dimensions, close to God, who's, uh, who, is, um, who is in the 12th dimension. And we all decided as a group to come down to this third dimension on this planet to relearn our lessons of spirituality and then work ourselves up to the, to the, to the higher dimensions, since that's what we're doing now. This is the seventh time this civilization on this planet has um has attempted to to evolve into the higher dimension so it is an exciting time uh, myself um i've been here for over fifty thousand years um i hope i don't look it <laughs> but uh, uh at any rate uh we're all old many of us are our old souls here and um we've been around we've been around here for a long long time so it is an exciting time to be here it's not an it's not an easy time though of all the planets in the universe Guess which planet is the hardest one to affect any positive change? Well, that's that's this one right here on, on this planet. By the way, before I forget, I would love to thank my good friend Dorothy in Montreal. She sent me this really beautiful um, UFO tie, um, uh, tie, and it's a beam me up. It's a beam me up. Uh, you can see the, the 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 thing beam me up. Beam me up, Scotty. There's no intelligent life on this planet. That was old. Uh, favorite line from Star Trek, but uh, I want to thank her so much for this tie. It's great. I promised her I'd wear it today, so <laughs> so I am. But um, but we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. A lot depends upon the choices we make, and um, and and our acts of kindness as well. There's um, the the Pleiadians will have a, a lot to say about that during the last part of my show. 
Um, there, there's, um, there's a fellow in Germany named Hans Zimmer. I don't know if you've checked out his music, but it's fantastic. He has incredible, uh, incredible, beautiful new age music. And I'm going to be playing a, a couple of uh, segments, uh, small segments, uh, short segments of his work uh, toward the end of the show. Uh, when we talk about traveling from, from the uh, Pleiades constellation to planet Earth, um, a lot of a lot of his um, star pictures he's got in videos of going through the cosmos is very accurate. My Pleiadian friends tell me about looking into the future and and how what it, what it will be like for space travel. Originally, Nostradamus said um, 20, 30 years ago that we would become a spacefaring um, traveling civilization by the year 4000 AD. Well, everything has speeded up. And we are already, arguably, as a, um, a spacefaring, uh, 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 spacefaring planet as it is now with the secret space program. And as, as, as more and more information comes out about the secret space program, about med beds, which will be coming out, they should be here later this year, which would be fantastic. Um, people will, will, I mean, we, we will have colonies in other planets in this solar system and beyond this solar system. And um, we might want to take a vacation someday um, in, to Jupiter uh, or, or Mars or Pluto, who knows, <laughs> or even another galaxy. Um, uh, they, uh, there's, there's so much out there. Um, in the Galactic Alliance themselves, they have, uh, what is it? Uh, they have 430 million planets um, in, within their alliance itself. So it's a huge, it's a huge organization they've got. And uh, we will be joining uh, them within the next three or four years as for, as members of that of that group. I do see that see that happening. And with that, they will provide protection for us for humanity as a whole. And so um, our military will become a lot smaller. Um, but we will still have a military on this planet. It'll be a space based uh, military. And be and but and the important thing is we'll learn to get along with each other. And we won't be fighting the way we do now. President Kennedy told me about a year and a half ago, he said, Ted, once people realize that we are all one, that we all have the spark of God within us, they'll stop fighting because really, if you fight anyone else, you're really fighting yourself, aren't you? If you're, if you're um, uh, fighting with anybody because you're just fighting God, the God within you. And that's kind of a silly thing to do. But once we realize that we are all one and we all have God within us, he said that we will stop fighting and um, start our, our, in earnest and into the higher dimension. So we're slowly getting to that realization now. One of the things I liked uh, from um, uh, the tarot cards by Isabella from Sweden, I read this, I listened to this morning, is that the EU will try to send its soldiers, like from Germany and Italy and France, to the Ukraine conflict later this year, but the soldiers won't want to fight because they said, why should we fight? There's no reason to fight. Um, um, there's, um, this conflict is going nowhere and all this is killing people. So that'll be an amazing time. A week ago, I, I, I touched upon this. There was a, there was a time during the first world war in, in middle of December, just before Christmas in 1914, where British and German soldiers along the front lines in France refused to fight. And there was an initiative by some German soldiers um to stop the fighting for a couple of weeks uh where the men on men and women are mostly men on on both sides people on both sides the soldiers um they uh celebrated christmas um and gave each other's presents and they refused to fight it was only when the generals got got mad at them and said come on you got to start killing people and they they didn't want to do it and it's going to be the same thing with what's happening in ukraine because 
even even Biden sending military troops uh, now over to uh, to the Ukraine, the people there are not going to want to fight. They just won't want to fight. It's it's part of an old system that's that's falling apart. And the deep state is trying to do everything they can to stop it. But it's not not going to work. The old things about fighting and war and conflict are going going by the wayside. And that's a that's a good thing, my friends. We have to be prepared for it, though. Um, it's the end of a end of a very negative negative time in human history where we deserve better you know if if president kennedy had lived back in the 60s we would now be in the higher dimensions and we would be exchanging ambassadors with other evolved uh, star civilizations and we would have free energy people would be living for at least a three to four hundred years and it would be a fantastic it's still a fantastic uh time to be alive here but this is this is what's waiting for us so president kennedy is saying um, that uh, that's the kind of future he wants, and that's why he's been working ever since he was assassinated back in on November 22nd, 1963, uh, for world peace. Both he and Jackie, Jacqueline, the First Lady, our real president and real First Lady, none of this fake stuff, um, is has been working tirelessly for world peace ever since that time. Actually, President Kennedy said that um, he he was one of the reasons why President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong Un um, reached a peace agreement back in um, what was it uh, 2015 2016, <coughs> um, and that was a wonderful time, wasn't it? And we haven't had any problems from uh, North Korea since that time because the, the tensions have been diffused. Because both men and leadership of both countries here in the United States and in North Korea, they wanted world peace. They didn't want to destroy themselves. Um, the old the old ways of conflict and um, are going by the wayside. And I think it's a, it's a really fantastic time to be alive. But um, one thing about the dark versus light um, battle we're going through now, the dark knows the light, but the light often does not know the dark. That's why as light workers, you have to be very careful about who you trust, who you get your information um, about. It's always a good idea to um, trust your heart mind no matter in any decisions you make, because um, your heart mind is always right. Not the logical mind, but the heart mind. Your, that intuitive uh, feeling that you get is always the most important thing. And I'll be talking about that toward the end of the program as, as well, uh, when you make decisions. Um, that's what I always, I always trust my, uh, my heart mind, and you never go wrong. And um, the old third dimensional mind, that's all part of uh, 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 3D, and that's going by the wayside as we shift to these to these um, higher dimensions. Um, we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us, but it's up to all of us to do our part our, uh, uh, for that. No one's going to hand us a beautiful planet um, uh, by uh, just going to give it to us. We have to work for it because that's our contract. We all decided to come here to this planet to um, uh, help, uh, help, our, uh, help it evolve and help ourselves evolve as well. Of all the planets in the universe, and actually, of all the planets in this solar system, the Earth has been the laggard. Not Gaia herself, not the planet itself, but humanity here on this planet. Because so many people in the past have refused to wake up as to what's really going on. They've, they've, been able, they've, they've stopped the ascension of this solar system and this universe because of the slowness of people waking up. Well, it's finally happening now, and I am so happy um, because we are meant to, to live in, in peace and harmony. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote um, I wrote my books. Uh, not only in this book, Messages from the Masters, which gives messages from 
uh, Albert Einstein and Nostradamus and John F. Kennedy about our beautiful, bright future. But also um, this, my second book called Journey to the Other Side, which teaches people how to uh, talk to the other side and talk to angels. And if you want a copy of this book or my first, first book, Messages from the Masters, just send me an email to out of this world 1150 at gmail.com. I'd be happy to send you a, uh, send you a copy. I also have a, um, a website called out of this world readings. That's out of this world readings.com, which lists my books, not all of them, but, um, lists my spiritual mentoring program as well. Um, I've been uh, a psychic for, um, in touch with the other side for almost 30 years now, 29 years. And I grew up in a psychic family where it's it was normal to talk to uh, spirits on the other side. So it's it's normal for me to, to do that today. Um, but I'm happy to teach anyone who who uh, would like to learn how to do it. I've been doing it for a long time. And uh, one thing you learn when you talk to the spirit world and the angels, you're never alone. Even though you may not see anything physically with your eyes, they're there. You can feel that love and, and protection coming to you anywhere you are, anywhere in the world any, at any time. And the fun, really fun thing is to do is to do time traveling, remote viewing. I do that quite a bit as well. When we go into the higher dimensions, you're able to travel um, lots of different places, and um, and it's it's exciting. Yeah, you can you can go into the past, any place that you want to go. You can go anywhere in this in this timeline at the present, and you can also travel into the future on this or any or any other planets. Um, the um, the pre all the presidents are watching to see what we do. All the angels are looking to see what we do. We have also millions and millions of civilizations looking looking out there to see um, what what kind of decisions we make, how we treat each other, and for them, um, they like to they like to. I've been told that they do like to listen to my show because it provides a slice, um, a, a, a viewpoint of what's going on in this in this world. And uh, I, it's an exciting time. It really is an exciting, um, exciting time um, to be alive. And I'm so glad everyone's here today. The um, purpose of my show, of course, is to make this world a better place. And I know if we, we all work together, we can and will make uh, this planet um, a much better and, and happier place. One thing about the Pleiades, I want to tell you, they are humans just like us. They look just like us, except that they are simply in a higher um, dimension, in a vi higher vibrational state. One of the things that they've been doing um, uh, since uh, November 2018 is that they've been sending lots of high energy, positive vibration to this planet to raise our consciousness, to raise our vibrations and to help us heal. As you know, many people have been uh, have been dying from the uh, from the shot program, but not as many as uh, originally thought, because they are helping us heal ourselves, uh, basically. And as the vibrations go higher and higher, I'll be talking with uh, Michelle about this. Um, um, more and more people will be healed, and so they're going to get the kind of healing that they need for um, for um, for our for to to um, to make this to, to get to, to get well, so that we so that we don't have any physical problems. The diseases that we've got now will go by the wayside as we go high in the higher dimensions, and so I'm 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 really looking forward to it. It's just a fantastic time to be here. And um, uh, my good friend Dr. Peel will be coming on in just a minute. Now she can she can talk about that. But um, I would like to um, let me play something for you guys here. Um, this is um, the astrological uh, alignment of the planets right now is the same as it was 
in the year 1776 to the year 1805. And during that time, of course, we had the American Revolution. The um, Declaration of Independence was um, assigned in 1776. And of course, then we had the French Revolution in 1799 and then Napoleon uh, in the early, on the turn of that century. And all of this, uh, Pluto and Aquarius, I had a little segment on that by Joe Anthony uh, um, a week ago, that all the, uh, all the astrological signs are identical as to when that happened back, back then. <clears throat> so it is a time of revolution. I just hope and pray that there's no violence involved, but you know, you push people's, um, you, you push people, uh, to the limit and they're not going to be able to, uh, they, they have nothing to lose. They had, people had nothing to lose in, in Canada a year ago when the truckers went on strike across the country, which, uh, which stood up to the tyrannical Trudeau. Um, and there, and it expired other countries as well as truckers here in the United States, as well as in Australia and New Zealand, many other countries uh, started protesting. Um, right now, as, as um, I think there are like uh, something like Joe Anthony pointed out, there were 400, uh, 400 different um, uh, worldwide demonstrations going on across the planet at any, at any one time. So it's not just in one country this is happening. Um, I think there's quite a bit of discontent out there. If you look, if you look at uh, it's, it, but it's not being reported by the mainstream media, of course. But um, it is happening out there, and people are, are, are really waking up. This is, of course, a song. I'm going to play just a brief snippet of it. Revolution by the, Beatle, by the Beatles back in the, back in the 60s. But I think the same energies are present. And I'm just going to play a minute of that, and we'll go to Dr. Peel. Here's, here's, the, here's the part of it here. I'll play it on my phone. As the Beatles said in that song, it's going to be all right. I know it's going to be all right, but we have to be prepared to fight for our liberties and rights because the negatives are doing everything possible to take that away from us and turn us into a bunch of slaves. And unlike Klaus Schwab or whatever the heck his name is, Klaus Schwab, um, if, if we take everything, if they take everything away from us, we will not be happy. Believe me, we will not be happy. Just like the people in Nazi Germany, when they took everything away from the Jews and sent them to concentration camps, they were not, not be happy. Actually, the World Economic Forum has a new initiative now for 15 minute cities. Uh, I, that's, that's another whole story, but, uh, they will break up all urban areas into small little segments where you won't be able to leave other than a 15 minute walk out of, out of your area. But at any rate, we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. And I'm so happy that my good friend, Dr. Peel is here. Hi, doc. Hi, Michelle. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm good. Happy New Year. 
Well, Happy New Year to you, too. We were just discussing um, some of the Hopi prophecies, some of the prophecies um, that uh, um, uh, George Washington has told me about, and he was quite concerned that uh, the chances are about 60%, 60-65% of a second American Revolution starting in mid-March with the spring solstice. Um, because you put people's backs to the walls, you don't give them any way to protest. You know, the, the courts in Arizona still haven't, that was a completely fraudulent election um, um, uh, about Kerry Lake um, and uh, Biden is fake. I mean, they've taken over our, elect- uh, our, our elections here in this country and many other countries, but it's getting to that point where we have the same astrological pattern as we did in 1776 to 1805, which the, with the American and French revolutions. And I hope it is not violent. I don't advocate violence, but um, um, people can only do so much if all their rights and liberties are taken away. They may react like they did in Canada a year ago. Good for them that they that took their trucks to, against Trudeau. And um, um, but anyway, I'm so glad you're here, Michelle. Thanks so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me, Ted. Yeah. I, I think that uh, we stand a, a really, really good chance that it, it it's a spiritual revolution. You know, and as the residents of the the planet continue to go up, then people's ability to see and to interpret and have cognitive, you know, abilities increase are also going to go on. So, you know, I I think that uh, I think that that's exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you've seen it too in your own work as well. Now, could you tell people a little bit about the kind of work you do and? Will lead into the to the um, to the higher energies of the of the planet and how that's helping us heal us. Well, you know, in um, 2018, mm-hmm. the the rift which was the previous equator prior to the flood was was repaired. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of interesting when you were talking about you know the Pleiadians talking about broadcasting since 2018. I mm-hmm. thought that was very interesting because that's when the rift was was healed, and uh, the angel said to me that the rift was the enmity between us and God. So, mm-hmm. if we're talking about that being the equator prior to the flood, that had to do, of course, with the, the fall of the Garden of Eden. I would I would assume. Mm-hmm. So I, I find that uh, that that to me is very encouraging. You know, one of the other statements that they made was, "As it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end." So. Mm-hmm. If if we've already repaired the the uh, old equator, you know, then it's about the planet healing and coming up to speed to where it can be that Garden of Eden again. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've I've watched incredible things. You know, as far mm-hmm. as you know, radionic reagents being given, divinely downloaded stuff, information like crazy. In the last six months, the amount of uh, information that's been delivered has been it's so far off the chain, you don't know where the chain is, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's incredibly exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also too, I want to point it out that we have a lot of challenges, of course, we're facing right now. Um, and the negatives are doing everything they can, but they've lost the battle. They've lost the war and they're like cornered rats. Um, they're, they're wild animals where they're, they're, they're vicious and they're doing everything they can to stop it, but it's nothing is working for them. Well, you know, the the people that I work with, you know, I have this conversation quite frequently because the indoctrination of of the public in in our minds has been almost complete, you know, on illness and and what have you. But, you know, I tell people all the time, I said, you know, 
I said, you have to stop thinking about illness and you have to start thinking about why is my body not healing itself? Mm -hmm. You know, so once you start looking at that aspect of it, then you can actually start looking at not just about healing, but becoming whole again. Mm -hmm. You know, so my job is to see if I can get their resonance up high enough, their vibration up high enough Mm -hmm. that they go to a place that one, it never happened Mm -hmm. or it can't happen. You know, these lower vibrations is where all of these these uh, negatives can exist. Mm-hmm. So if the problem is here and you go here, mm-hmm. it's a no brainer. You know, mm-hmm. you go where they can't go and then they can no longer bother you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting to that point. It feels like it, Michelle. And I think so, too. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, yeah. One of the fasting topics you brought in my show when you were on um, a month or two ago, you talked about how the body is changing and we're changing from uh, not only going at a higher dimensional level, but also as well, uh, uh, the, the, the crystal, there's a basis we're becoming crystal people. In other words, different from, could you explain a little bit about it? Cause I've gotten some questions in on, in on that would be great. Well, it, it's been interesting to watch, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not a, a chemist or anything like that, but you know, I started monitoring, you know, blood of livestock. I've monitored my own blood you know, with the microscope and, you know, I have it set up so that I can video or, or take digital pictures of whatever I'm seeing in the microscope. And there's literal crystals showing up in, in the blood streams. Um, the, the colors are what to me are so incredibly beautiful. You don't, you don't think about blood having these beautiful blues and greens and yellows and golds Mm. and, and they're there. You know, and it, really? it's, wow. it's absolutely showing up in a crystalline uh, format. I've seen like mm-hmm. shafts of what will look like blue sapphire. You know, you really? see a lot wow. of the white crystalline structures as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I actually have video where you can watch it be created. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that, you know, you have these, these it's one drop of blood mm-hmm. on a glass slide with a glass cover. And it's still active and it's still growing and it's still moving. And, you know, I've had some samples that are a year and a half old and they're still mobile. Wow. They they haven't dried out or anything. And I mean, it's just crazy what you see in these things, but you can actually watch the crystalline structures grow underneath that slide on the microscope. I, I have several different videos where that's captured. I've heard they're being created. That's amazing. I've heard, I've heard, Michelle, that there's a lot of new crystal children coming into existence here on this planet. And there's star seeds from other, other civilizations, from higher dimensions to help with our ascension. Is their blood different as well? Uh, there, is their physiology different than, than the rest of the people here? Well, I, I can't imagine that it wouldn't be because yeah. I think that, um, I think that you, you're going to have, when you have the higher resonance, it's it's going to manifest in the physical body, you know, right. different than somebody who's not, you know, that's that's in the Hertzian frequency bands rather than in scalar resonance. Right. So it's going to manifest, you know, and you're going to be able to pick them out of a crowd for sure. Right, right. Is that one of the reasons why our corrupt, um, tyrannical FDA has mandated children now getting getting the shots for, for a disease and virus that... that that just doesn't affect kids. It doesn't affect anybody really under 21. 
Well, you know, I don't, I don't know how to really answer that question. I mean, if you go back to just literally the beginning, there's always been a dark and a light and a good and a bad and, and all of that, that, that battle has always been going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to me, it's always about the destruction of mankind, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, I personally, I look at, you know, who are the greatest uh, numbers of deaths that you, you look at in the world, really. And you, you look at the old people and children. Well, you can't think about that and not think about the Daniel prophecy where the old people will dream dreams and the young people will prophesy. So, you know, wouldn't you want to take those people out? Well, yes, of course you would. Mm-hmm. And then you can look at, you know, past that from a spiritual aspect and go, oh, well, they, they don't want to, uh, they don't want the old people around because the social security is, is bankrupt. But right. I, I think it's so much greater than that. And, uh-huh. if, and if we spend a lot of time focusing on, on that part of it, we miss the whole point of the exercises that this is spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. you know, because once you realize it's spiritual warfare, then, then you, you deal with the, the confrontation a whole lot differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And as you said, the, the confrontation between dark and light has been going on for a long time. Oh, yes. Right. And we're right in the middle of it, right at the well, apex. Right here. I think I told you, I guess it was like April of 2020, a friend of mine called me and just was so distraught, you know, when is this ever going to be over, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, the angels gave her a word immediately, you know, said, help us on the way, not to worry, help us on the way, building for critical mass, praise God. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was long before we started seeing these big releases of energy It's long before we started seeing the, the residents get out of uh, any of the Hertzian bands into scalar. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's, it's just been incremental from April of 2020 mm-hmm. and it's almost like riding an escalator. You know, you just, you, you can, you can make extra steps and then the escalator helps you, you know, go higher and further, but you mm-hmm. can still walk up if you want to. So a lot of people are choosing, you know, to walk up the escalator, you know, and walk on the moving sidewalk. And those are the people who are running towards ascension, you know. So, but you have those people too. You know, we've talked about that before. You know, you have four different classes of people in the ascension ascension process. And the ones that, you know, go, no, I'm out of here. I'm not doing that. And then you have the ones that do nothing. The ones that drag their feet, supposedly waiting on someone else. And the ones that just run, mm-hmm. you know, so those are the four classifications of, of people. And, you know, I think I've, I've equated that to um, the parable of the 10 talents. What did you do with what I gave you? Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's kind of where we're at right now. You know, the whole last year I've said, lead follower, get out of my way. Cause I'm going, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not staying. I'm going. Right, right, right. Um, President Washington has told me that he sees the start of a second, there's a good chance, it's not 100%, about 60% chance of a start of a second American Revolution starting in mid-March in about two months' time here in the United States. And it'll be the catalyst for other other similar kinds of events around the world where people rise up cumulatively and and throw out the old and bring in the new. Um, I've, I've, to, I've been told it's a good idea for people to get some food together water together, shelter together. Um, you know, we have the Second Amendment here in the United States. If you don't have a gun, get a gun. If you don't have ammo, get get some ammo. Just in case, I don't advocate violence, but this is what George Washington said. They were all revolutionaries, by, by the way, who started the United States of America. And he said, you have to remember that. 
You know, we didn't stick with status quo back then, because if we had, we would have been enslaved by King George of England. And so you have to remember that as well. And we've got to wake up as to what's really going on. It's a battle. It's a spiritual battle going on now. Um, but I, th I think it's important. Uh, people don't realize this about President Washington, but he was a very spiritual man uh, who believed in God, the creator, and he prayed a lot, prayed for help during the battles. He prayed a lot for guidance uh, in his life. I've got a book uh, written about his spiritual beliefs. It's very enlightening to read that. Um, but um, but um, any advice for people um, for the changes coming uh, coming this year? I see a lot of changes coming, good changes, but it's going to be challenging times for, for people. Well, you know, uh, I, I talk to people all the time about this. You know, you, you just can't go wrong trusting God, you know. Mm -hmm. And one of my, my greatest prayers that I pray all the time is I pray God's will be done, you know, because the will of God is for us to be up close and personal, which is, is righteous. You know, righteous is a positional term, up close and personal. So, you know, I, I pray to be right and I pray to be righteous and I pray God's will be done in my life. You know, I just don't think you can go wrong there. Mm -hmm. You know, where we get into trouble is when we start basing what we see, you know, and start thinking that's all there is rather than realizing that, you know, God has a plan mm -hmm. and it's, it's going to work out like it, don't like it. It's, it's going to work out. So it'd be better to be in agreement with him than be in disagreement with him. Cause I, I found out a long time ago, you don't ever tell God no successfully anyhow. So mm -hmm. that, that's always my prayer. You can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was told last night I was meditating, Michelle, that uh, Biden at most has a month to go um, or two months max where they'll just uh, suddenly one day they'll just flick off. He's not alive, so they'll just flick him off on a CGI screen and he'll be gone. Um, <laughs> so I see him leaving. I see Trudeau leaving within about two months as well, the same time pattern. It, it's truly going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, because just just the amount of, of work that I've been doing and the amount of information that they've been giving about how our, our brains are working and how they haven't worked before and what systems have been offline, mm -hmm. you know, and the only reason why they would show you is so that they could come online. And they've certainly given us gifts so that that can happen. And, you know, I certainly brought that today. You know, we can try and use the bowl if you'd like later and, and deliver those. I'd like um, to do that. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just incredible, you know, and I, I, I brought some of that stuff today too, to kind of show you because it, it's, you know, it's a visual thing, you know, and so I could tell you all day long, but until you get a visual, you probably wouldn't get it, but it's not because you're stupid. It's just because, you know, it, it's, it's a visual thing. You'd need to see yeah. it to understand right. it. But uh, I think that the fact that they're giving us those, those uh, tools are to free us up so that we we make the changes because we see for ourselves. We don't have to have a television tell us. We don't have to have a politician tell us. We'll be able to see it with our own two eyes, and you know we won't need anybody to tell us anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when you got up this morning, you didn't have to have somebody tell you it was daylight. You could see that for yourself. Right. And right. it's it's going to be as plain as that. And so when the when that information gets released you know, you, you're going to be set free. Mm -hmm. Wow. Can't wait. Yeah, myself. And I think we've talked about this before, too. You know, our job is to help those people not be 
in judgment and condemnation of themselves that they couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we just have to be happy that they can see, you know, mm-hmm. and go from there. But people get into real judgment and, and the worst judgment we do is on ourselves. So, you know, it's it's going to be a challenge for us to help those people not to be in judgment or angry with themselves, but to move on from there. My my Pladean friends are reminding me to share this little story with you and my listeners. Is that back in the fifties, in um, when was it? It was in late fifty three, um, early fifty four. President Eisenhower um, met with um, representatives from the Pleiades uh, constellation, and they offered him and the United States and the world spiritual advancement and the eradication of disease if we would get rid of our nuclear weapons. And uh, Eisenhower was actually in favor of the idea, but uh, Nixon was against it because he uh, he thought that um, all of his doctor and, and, and big pharma friends would lose their jobs. And the Joint Chiefs of Staff at the time wanted weapons to fight the, the then Soviet Union, which was a, a really poor choice. Um, um, and we had a second choice, a second opportunity with, with uh, Valiant Thor back in 57. Well, he made the same the same offer to Eisenhower at this time, and it was again turned down. Um, but um, so we can eliminate disease on this planet. I know we can completely because this planet we were supposed to be a paradise here, and that's that's what that's what we're supposed to create now with the help of uh, great spirits like President Kennedy and and many other many other great spirits. Um, and so I think that's where we're headed for right now, and on that timeline, it's a good positive t- a timeline. Um, matter what the, um, and God has our back. The Supreme being is helping us as well as many, many millions of other civilizations, but they do respect free will. So we can do things, Michelle, and all of my listeners today, we can all do things in our own small, humble ways to make this planet a better place. And if the power of everyone working together um, can can do that. And you don't need a guru. You don't need somebody like Simon Parks or Q or anybody to look as a guru. You don't need to look outside yourself because you all you all have the answers within you because we're all powerful spiritual beings. That's one thing Zora from the Hollow Earth taught me many years ago, that if you trust your intuition and go within, you can always find the answers that you need uh, for everything. And you don't need to be a guru or pay anybody to, to do that. But um, Anyway, I think we're on a beautiful future. I mean, our timeline right now is, is, is great. We're going to have some challenges coming up ahead, but I think it's, it, it, it helps people know that at the end of the day, we're going to win this one. We will create a much better and happier planet. And even though we'll have some probably challenges coming up this year, I'm looking, I think there's going to be a lot of demonstrations coming around the spring here in the United States and elsewhere. Um, but it's a good thing because you're going to be getting rid of the old the old crap to get bring in the new. So, well, you know, it's just like any birthing process. There, there's it's not always pretty, right. but at the end, mm-hmm. you know, it's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we're we're making the transitions from you know the old Hertzian way into the the new scalar way. And and really in truth, it, it's the oldest way. <laughs> right, right. You know, so it's 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 like when when the the fall from grace was the fall in 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 resonance into Hertzian band. So, you know, really and truly, it's going back to that same statement I said at the beginning. You know, as it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. We're going back to the way we were supposed to be from the very beginning. 
Interesting. Could you explain hertzian frequencies in 25 words or less for my listeners? I know I can, I can see somebody out there saying, well, what does he mean by that? Yeah, so. well, hertzian frequency is you think about your radio. It, it's it's a radio dial. You know, it's it's uh-huh. most of it is is something you can hear. Uh-huh. Where resonance, you, you don't hear it. it. It's it's like if you go outside and it's hot, you're hot. If you go outside and it's cold, you're cold. So, you know, when I work with somebody and my resonance is high enough, you know, if they can get close enough to me in resonance, if their resonance is close enough, I can affect them, you mm-hmm. know, and then, then they go up and then they hopefully get into those realms where that illness has no effect on them anymore. Mm-hmm. They go to a place that it cannot exist mm-hmm. or never happen. You know, they can absolutely shift timelines. There's no two ways about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. watched so much of that here lately. It's just like, up oh, there it is again. You know, we, mm-hmm. we had it happen this morning. I was I was sitting here with, with a friend of mine before we, we started, and I saw this gray truck go by, but then it didn't continue on down the street. And I'm thinking, well, where did that truck go? <laughs> oh, no. And so I stepped out, <laughs> and that truck was just gone. Oh my God! It turned into any of the drives before or after. It was just gone, and so I thought, "Well, here we go again." You know, I don't know. Maybe there's a black hole out in front of my house. <laughs> well, could that be from a timeline changing? Because oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I and- mean, it's happened so much in the last six months. It's not even funny. Well, you mentioned on the last show, you mentioned a flock of geese flying overhead and they were all flying one way and you looked again and they were completely gone and they didn't fly any, and they, they went off. Yeah, and they went anywhere they could go. They just flat were gone. Okay. Interesting. interesting. I mean, you know, yeah. it's crazy. Okay. Okay. You think that could, you think that could happen to Biden and or Trudeau? Where you you're, you you know you look at you look at a television or maybe you, you're, you, you and then one day they're there and the next day they're just gone on another timeline. Um, well, I, I think it all has to do with with the resonance. You know, like attracts like. So mm-hmm. you know, if, if you get a whole group of people that their resonance is is here, mm-hmm. then those people that are choosing not to be in that band, they just won't be in that existence. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's really what we're talking about irregardless of what their job is, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to have to do with whether, what is your resonance? Mm-hmm. You know, can you be in this particular timeline? If you're not of that particular resonance, you can't be in that timeline. You know, it's kind of like the carnival thing. If you're not 42 inches, you can't take this ride. <laughs> right, 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 right. What, what about people who um, uh, refuse to wake up? Who want to stick to the old ways of doing things? You know, things. I, I really don't have the answer to that. I mean, you know, I think we're gonna we're gonna find out. That's not something they've spoken to me about. I just know that they they will be limited to how far they can go. You know, uh, one of the things that I saw, and I think we've talked about this before. You know, that I'd had a vision where they showed me all these Earths on a long elliptical orbit, mm-hmm. and um, they're kind of like passing through our earth for lack of a better term mm-hmm. and the people who resonate with that planet they went with that planet and i i think that has to do with you mm-hmm. know i remember a statement that was made to me by god years ago he said i speak to everyone some is silent as a whisper others is loud as thunder whatever it takes to be heard mm-hmm. you know so 
if if they need that particular earth, that's the one that they'll get on, you know, and and that's going to be their their place to learn and to grow. Because ultimately, you know, the end result or what desired outcome is that we we grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said it many times. You know that that a lot of the planet is locked into the Peter Pan syndrome. Peter you know, Pan. I'll never grow up, you know, so oh. <laughs> that, that's something people are going to have to decide to let go of. But free will is free will. You can't make them do it. You know what they the have angels, to choose that. That's right. You know what the angels told me years ago? Um, the Galactics told me, actually, it was the Galactics and the angels. They said that many people here, because we don't live more than maybe 80, 90, max 100 years, whatever, um, we're spiritual babies. Yeah, exactly. At the end of our lives, physical lives, we start asking questions, important questions, right. um, spiritual questions about why we're here, what's the purpose of all this, what am I supposed to learn? Those are sorts of things which you should ask at the beginning. But right. because you're, you're, if the society dumbs you down and they don't, they don't have any avenues for a lot of spiritual growth, we were like spiritual babies. And yeah. Well, you know, it, it's kind of like... Have you ever been to a class where it is so above your head, you don't know enough to ask a question? Yeah, right. And and that's, I think, a, a lot of people in a spiritual sense, you know, as far as spiritual growth is, is a choice. Age does not maturity make, they said. So you don't know enough to ask a question. You know, so it's, it's, a, it's a birthday problem. I've said it many times. They just hadn't had enough birthdays yet. You know, right. they, they haven't lived long enough to say, hey, you know, I need to... I need to look at that. I need to learn that. Sure. I need to check into that. Right. And, and so it just takes time, mm-hmm. you know, but it also takes desire. Mm-hmm. I've seen people who are very young that have a burning desire to learn that, you know, so ha- there's, there's no accounting for that. I mean, it's just a personal, you know, something that drives them from their heart or it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. it's like what you were talking about earlier about the, the heart brain. Rather than the the brain here, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, the the old third dimension third dimension is tied to your logical mind, but for the new higher dimensions, you'll it's you go through your heart mind, and if you follow your heart mind, you'll never go wrong, never go wrong. Well, you know, there was somebody in the office uh, earlier in the week that was talking to me about I don't remember who they 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 had had a video somebody had shared with them about that the heart really wasn't a pump, that there was this energetic sleeve that was really responsible. And when they were talking about it, they showed it to me. And I thought, well, you know, that's one, the first time I've ever seen that. And uh, two, the fact that they're bringing it up now and and showing it to me says that, that that's going to be, you know, available to us in a more tangible way than just you know, it's out there, but we can't, we can't reach it yet. So that to me was very exciting too. So there's some real changes going on there as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, it's, um, it's just amazing to me every day, all the stuff going on. There's just so much to talk about really, you know, but um, I, I, you know, I talk about negative things sometimes on my show, but I always want to give people hope because there's always a silver lining no matter what happens. And I know because the light is always stronger than the dark, we're going to get through this. So um, I'll tell you a little story. Did you ever did you ever listen to Coast to Coast with Art Bell back in the day? Oh, yeah, well, years ago. Years ago, yeah. Well, he in the 90s, mid to late 90s, he talked about the end of the world on January 1st, 2000. And I believed him. 
and the thing was is I ended up buying this house out in the middle of out middle of eastern Washington bought thousands of dollars worth of uh of of food of of freeze-dried food to, to and um and <laughs> talk about ridiculous I was on a trip and I came back and I raced back to my house um because um the end of the world according to Art Bell was supposed to happen on January 1st of 2000 well I got back to my place went to sleep um that night on December 31st I woke up the next morning and my cat was still with me purring away the electricity was still on the television and the radio still worked um the, everything was still cold in my refrigerator and I thought oh my god it's in the and the angels just laughed because they said we told you so um I I mean I, I I listen to them now but back then you know I, I was learning and um so if anybody tells me the end of the world now, I don't believe them, frankly. <laughs> I well, think about the, what was it, H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. Oh, yeah, I right, mean, People had heart attacks, jumped out of buildings, you know, thinking right. that was the real deal. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it did. yeah, I, I, yeah, they did. There was a, there was a guy, um, who was it in the 30s? That's a bit before my time, but in the 30s where um, she said that the end of the world was, was coming, and for people to donate all of their money, give all their money to her. And they did. They did. And so they all went up atop of this mountain, and it was the same thing. The next day the sun came up, birds were singing, blue sky came out. You know, I mean, everything was normal. And they felt so foolish afterwards. Yeah. But that's kind of the way I felt when I listened to Art Bell back in the late 90s. And he said the end of the world, the end of the world was on January 1st, 2000. It turned out not to be true. Well, you know, the, the thing about that is I think there's a little bit of a, a perspective that we can take on that, uh -huh. you know, that we could be grateful that we were not on that timeline that that happened, right? Well, absolutely. And so uh, if enough people prayed, maybe, maybe they, they, uh, they found a spiritual relationship because they were scared. I mean, whatever it takes, right. I suppose. But Right. You know, maybe they shifted timelines that that didn't happen, you know. So I think right. there's 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 a lot of possibilities there. I would prefer to look at a positive one. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, that's that's actually a good point because cause it is a positive timeline that the world did not end on January 1st, 2000. Yes. And so here we are, here we are today. Right. Um, actually, Nostradamus has told me that... Um, according to one of his predictions um that we would be in in a, in a third nuclear war third war world war by the year 1993 it'd start then and then by 2005 many american cities would be reduced to and canadian and as well as european cities would be reduced to rubble but it didn't happen it, it just didn't happen and that's because people wake up woke up and they also there's a huge peace movement back in the late 80s with dr helen caldicott wonderful lady from Australia who was uh, campaigning for world peace. Um, and um, I know I, I did a lot of a lot of stuff back then, too. I remember um, getting Dr. Helen Calicott's book, uh, Nuclear Madness. I bought 2000 copies of the book and sent them out to every library I could find in Washington State and some other states uh, in an attempt to roll back the, um, the consciousness um, about a, a nuclear war. And it worked. We led to disarmament treaties between the United States and Russia at the time. And a lot of good things came out of that. And in a way, I think we need that again now, that same kind of movement for world peace. Well, I, I think there's a lot of things in motion right now that uh, will enable that to occur. 
mm-hmm. you know, it, it's kind of like what we had talked about before, you know, um, when, when the resonance goes up higher, you, you just, you don't have those negative thoughts because it's not in you to have them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So as, as the, the ascension process continues, it, it'll get it to be a nicer, nicer place because the people won't have those thoughts to act on anything negative. Right. 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 That's, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. And then once we remove the outside interference, then that's, that's another big piece about being able to see, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, getting that P I E C E out of the way brings you P E A C E. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. One thing the guides are showing me now is that the public school systems, I don't know about other countries, but here in the United States, many of them are just awful. I know in Washington state, they, they teach um, that pedophilia is okay. They have pornography for little children saying that, um, that their gender is fluid, that they can choose whatever they want to become. I mean, it's ridiculous, really. But a lot of parents and people um, are pulling their kids out of these public school systems because they're so bad. And eventually I see the public school systems in states like Washington state falling apart where people will, will not want to send their kids to them personally. Well, you know, uh, Ted, the other thing to think about in that respect is that as we go up into these upper dimensions, there are no books because there's no need for books, mm-hmm. you know, because the, the information is just downloaded, you know, kind of similar to the Matrix, you know, but without the, the hose you have to plug into the back of your head or something, oh. it, it's oh. just downloaded immediately. I've had that experience numerous times in my life where you don't know anything about whatever the subject is, and then the next, you know, everything about it, Mm -hmm. every subtlety, every nuance, everything. So that's how we'll learn. And what will happen is you'll get the real truth Mm -hmm. and the real wisdom and the real knowledge that comes from creator, you know, and that's the, that's the wisdom that you want. And that's the wisdom that you need. Mm -hmm. And so that's coming. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what a beautiful time that will be, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yeah, right, right. You know, so there's a lot of abilities that come with that, you know, because you can, you're, you're able to have telepathy. You know, I think you'll certainly be able to have more gifts than, than just telepathy, but that the, but the ability to, to have the real truth downloaded, that's, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everything is already in there. I mean, you come oh. with that that whole that whole uh, Encyclopedia Britannica, you know, of the universal sense already downloaded in there. But you, you've got to have your resonance up high enough that it activates it, and that information packet gets released. And so, you know, mm-hmm. when you're 42 inches, you take that ride. You know, so when your resonance gets up high enough, that mm-hmm. information is released, and you know it immediately. One of the most important things I've learned from um, growing up in a psychic family is that when you access the higher dimensions, we're talking fourth, fifth, going higher from the angels there, that all of what they tell you is the truth. Absolutely. And when I first experienced it, it was talk about a breath of fresh air. I mean, because in third density, you have to be careful. You never know what's true, what isn't. You know, you have to, but if you trust your heart mind, you can ferret out the truth. All right. On things, you know, you know, but uh, in the higher dimensions, the information you get is from God. It's a direct link into God. And all you get is the truth. 
And so in my spiritual mentoring program, when I teach people about that, I think it's kind of a probably a shock to some people saying that, oh, my God, you're talking truth. <laughs> I don't have to be skeptical anymore. Um, but uh, that's kind of a nice, a pleasant thing. And one of the things that's going to happen that Nostradamus has told me many times, Michelle, as we go into these higher dimensions, when we do this fifth, fifth dimension, and even we go higher as well, that once we, we do shift, um, people will communicate telepathically. Tele, telep telepathy will be the major way people communicate. Language will be secondary. We'll still have our different languages, but we'll be able to communicate telepathically. And as a result of that, people will not be able to lie to each other. Criminals won't be able to commit any crimes um, because there will be just one truth. And um, when people have one truth and they, they listen to each other telepathically, um, you won't have the crimes that people ha have today because nobody will be able to outrun God. Um, well, and they're not going to want to. You know, that's the thing you get into the you, you can't enter into those those higher dimensions un, unless, you know, your heart is transformed. I mean, if you're still wanting to be a, a person who breaks the law and hurts people and that kind of stuff, you're not going to be able to make the ascension. I mean, right. you're not going to be allowed to enter in mm -hmm. because if, if you're still of that domain, you'll go somewhere else. You know, mm -hmm. you'll get you'll get a ride on one of those planets coming in and learn your lesson somewhere else. But. You know, that to me is the most exciting thing, you know, when you start realizing that when you go into those other realms, everybody there is going to be good. Let's talk about a spiritual topic that perhaps sometimes is overlooked, but it's forgiveness. And the reason I'm bringing it up is uh, that's what I learned from the Dalai Lama. Um, when I first went to India back in the late 80s, I studied, I studied in India, law in India, for several years under several Fulbright grants. And when I was there, what amazing to me is that the Dalai Lama could have gone several different ways with the, with the, with the Chinese when they took over his, his beautiful country of Tibet. But what he, he taught was compassion and forgiveness. Because he could have become a terrorist. I mean, he could have, you know, had a, a running battle with the Chinese, with the Chinese government and taking over the, his beautiful country beautiful land, but he chose forgiveness. And what part of forgiveness, what part does forgiveness play in the ascension? For example, if people are so full of anger that the things that have done to them either as children or whatever, and they carry that, that's, that stops them from the ascending, doesn't it? It holds them back, putting in the endless cycle of karma, retribution, and anger. So anyway, I, I'd love your comments on that, but help people. Well, you know, many, many years ago, Michael told me, he said, you know, when you've forgiven yourself, you've forgiven all things. Mm -hmm. And when we choose to not forgive, it's because we're afraid. Mm -hmm. And people throw that word afraid or fear around a lot. And they don't necessarily make the connection that that's an evil spirit mm -hmm. that only wants your destruction. So once you realize that, you address fears totally differently, you know, because when you realize that that's something that's wanting your destruction, then you don't want to get into agreement with the spirit of fear mm -hmm. and the spirit of fear will shut your liver down. And when that happens, then you don't process your toxins. Then you're wide open for all kinds of illnesses and diseases and discomforts and what have you. So it, it is the root of all of our, our problems, really. 
And mm-hmm. so the nice thing is, is that if we stay in trust in God, then it disconnects any chance that fear has to get their hooks in you. And it's, so that's, that's the, that's the real, the real lesson there. Oh, isn't it, what do you think about the, isn't that the, 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 I just thought of something else too. Mainstream media in the United States and around the world, they did nothing but fear and put fear in us the last couple of years for a virus that doesn't exist for a, a vaccine program that doesn't work um, to make us all fearful, to shut down our immune system so we get even sicker. Right. I mean, the whole thing is ludicrous. Well, you know, I, I have taught people for many, many years, you, you got your four horsemen of the apocalypse. And that's the spirit of fear puts his foot in the door, followed by the spirits of the familiar. Uh, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? Just all this mental chatter. How can I throw gasoline on the fear fire? Mm-hmm. followed by infirmity, sickness, right. and then death, the spirit of death. Mm-hmm. But in order for those three, the familiar, the infirmity, and the death to enter in, first fear has to open the door. And mm-hmm. it's a choice that we make. It's like those old, you know, vampire movies, you know, where he couldn't come in unless he was invited. And so the same thing is true with the spirit of fear. You've got to get into agreement with the spirit of fear before those things can come in. So I've taught people for many, many years that you cannot fight the spirits of the familiar and the uh, infirmity, the sickness, or death. You don't fight those three. The reason being is you don't have to. All you got to do is kick the spirit of fear out, and those guys got to go right out the door with him. One thing that I found was very inspiring was back in the 30s, in the middle of the Depression, when President Roosevelt took office, um, he said, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. And Winston Churchill said the same thing in, what was it, June of 1940 during the, the Blitzkrieg of, of, right. uh, of England. Right. And, and I think that was very inspiring for the American public and the world and the English people, too, for the world to, to listen to these to these um, inspiring messages. We don't get that with the, with the fake, what we've got, the fake garbage, whoever he is, Biden or whatever he is. We don't get that now. We don't get that inspiring hopefulness. Well, you know, the, the thing about it is if you, if you look at, at these systems that we're talking about, they're fueled by fear. Uh, I do agree. this or okay, else. We better do this or else. You know, right, right, this yeah. one's doing that one. That right, one's doing something exactly. else. So they're all benefiting from, from utilizing fear as as their advertisement you know? oh, that makes sense right yeah. that little vibration sure right. 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 right 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 so you know i i deal with this all the time you know it's like somebody will come in and and they've gotten a diagnosis or whatever that's that's not very favorable right and you know i'll tell them what it really is right and you know it's like pulling hen's teeth you know to get them to get into agreement with somebody that is speaking life and not death Mm-hmm. You know, why would you get into agreement with somebody who wants to talk about your death? Right. Well, for those healthcare practitioners out there listening today, including doctors, nurses, anybody in the health field, when you tell someone, oh, you've only got six months to live, guess what happens? You implant, I know you're well-meaning with, with, with trying to help people, but if you tell people that, that puts it in, in their mind. So even if they have a chance of living beyond that or, or getting better, you, you destroy that. You tell people they've only got six months or one day or a month, you know, and then they pass on because the mind's very powerful. Instead, healthcare professional professionals should instead be giving people hope of 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 uh, 
you know, of, of getting better, of, of using their minds to make themselves feel better and not necessarily rely upon the, um, uh, totally on big pharma and, and um, other, other negative, uh, other ways of, of healing. There's more than one way to heal yourself, by the way. And your mind plays a big part of that. But that's one thing I've always thought about in the medical profession, that healthcare prof professionals, they can end up killing people by just telling them something stupid like that when they could actually live. Well, you know, I think Apostle Paul said it the best, as you think, so shall you be. Right. You know, the, the right. mind is powerful. You know, it becomes a self-fulfilled prophecy if they get into agreement with it. I know of a fellow, a true story. It happened um, last fall where his spiritual guy and his wife was in um, a hospital for, I guess, heart surgery, whatever, in Seattle. And she was doing fine. But the goofy hospital required everybody who visited patients in the hospital to be vaxxed, right? He didn't want to get the vax. He'd heard about all the problems and everything, but his doctor insisted. He said, he said, if you want to see your wife, you have to get the vax. So he got the vax and guess what? Now he's dead. Two months later, died. Heart attack from the graphene and oxide in the Pfizer vax. So um, he kind of makes you wonder, these people don't know what the hell they're doing. It's, it's uh, you well, know. Well, you know, Ted, it's like anything else. You only know what you've been taught. Right. You know, and, and and this system has been established now, you know, <laughs> over 100 years now, you know, so it, it's true. very ingrained and entrenched in how we do things and, right. and how we right. think about things. And right. it's mm -hmm. certainly backed up by laws, right, that, that concrete those, those uh, mm -hmm. methods and philosophies in place. Mm -hmm. You know, if we, if we want to have a monopoly, we want to make law, right? I mean, it's the robber baron mentality. We'll make we'll make capitalism illegal. You know, then we can we can just be the the robber barons, and I think that's that's quite an appropriate term sometimes. But uh, you know, all of that is changing. You know, because uh, I think if you think about it like an elevator, you know, if you want lingerie, you go to level one. You know, if you want home goods, you go to level two. But if you want spiritual enlightenment, let's go to the penthouse, you know, but not everybody's <laughs> going to choose the penthouse right, right. And, and that's okay. You know, they'll, they'll figure it out later, I guess. And it's none of my business whether they do or not, you know, uh, I'm responsible for me, not them, you know, and I can't choose for anybody but me, but I'm going to try and be the best leader that I can be, mm -hmm. you know, and after that, it's up to them whether they choose to go to the penthouse. <laughs> There's a scene in the wizard of Oz toward the end where one of the angels comes to, to um, Dorothy and she puts on the, red, the the slippers and the angel tells her, well, honey, you could always go to heaven. You could always go home. You just click your heels together, clicks her heels together and she goes home, goes back to, goes to heaven. And it's the same thing with people. You can always ask for spiritual help and advice from the supreme being, the angels around you. You just have to be aware that that, that is an option. And there's a heck of a lot more to life than what you can see, feel, and taste in the third dimension. There's a whole spiritual um, spiritual world out there that I describe in my book, in the Arantia book. Lots of different uh, um, uh, books out there and, and spirits as well. Prophets talk about it as well. So people have to realize that. That's one of the purposes I know of your work and mine is to raise consciousness and make people aware of these other dimensions and other, other realms of healing. You know, there's more than just Pfizer. There's more than just Moderna. There's more than 
the Rockefeller medicine um, in, in this world for healing. Lots of different ways you can heal yourself. Um, but um, it's unfortunate what happened back in the, in the, uh, the turn of the, the 1920s. The Rockefellers took over medicine in the United States and elsewhere, forcing them into this big pharma thing. They used to have homeopathic medicines, right? Homeopathy and herbs and doctors actually traveled to people to see them for healings. Um, and did you know that before the advent of uh, uh, penicillin, for example, um, uh, colloidal silver was the standard antibiotic treatment? And they couldn't make the money off colloidal silver that they came from the drugs, so they went to the drugs instead. But it, I have I have three uh, medical books uh -huh. that were from the the mid to late eighteen hundreds, and some of some of the the uh, the recommendations are, are quite interesting. Uh -huh. <laughs> if you get past you know the opium ones. You know. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jeff, you, you weren't better, but you didn't care. You know? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, but it, it's it's quite yeah. interesting to read some of those things, you know. Uh, well, what, share, share, share a little segment, if you don't mind. That sounds like fun. Well, no, I mean, you know, it, it, the laudanum was nothing but opium. I mean, you know, so if you, you needed a painkiller, they took laudanum, but it was highly addictive, needless to say. You know, right. but a lot of those things, just like you're talking about the silver, I, I worked with a guy years ago who, uh, if he felt like he was getting a cold or not feeling quite up to, to par, he'd put a little mercury, uh, mercury dime in his mouth, which those were silver. And so the acids in your, your saliva would, would leach the ions. And of course you have all those receptors un under your tongue sublingually. So he would take it and he'd put it in his mouth a day or two and he'd be ready to roll again. So that's a, that's a homemade, homemade way of making colloidal silver. Really? Wow. Wow. But he did. Uh-huh. Wow. Amazing. You, know, you can't do that with the money we have today, but you know, when, when you had the, the real silver, I mean, it, I'm sure the ions were fairly large, you know, but, uh, you know, when you do the colloidal process, the 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 ions are very small. You know, right. and you can you can ingest them, and they actually go in into use a lot easier. But I guess it, if you didn't have that, it still worked for him for sure. Well, a lot of Native Americans they relied upon spiritual um, communication with their angels and local herbs to heal people, and they didn't have access to big pharma and. They, they, you know, medicine, medicine people did that kind of work. Um, and if you're lucky, you can find, you can find, still find people that still do that kind of work too. Well, I think, you know, when you start talking about the Native Americans, you know, I think you also have to consider that there, there was two other modalities that they also used. One, they used a group dynamic, you know, the chanting and, and uh, the drums the right. vibrational medicine is very, very accurate and uh, very beneficial. People don't utilize it as much as they really could and should, you know, but I think you also had the group dynamic that they, they bound together for an outcome, whether it was spiritual growth or wellness or, or, or um, guidance. I mean, I, we, we don't take advantage of that. I had a lesson in that the other day from a, um, Indian uh, healer named Washtokna, and he was a member of the Kato tribe um, in the Southwest, and he told me about um, 
uh, another friend of mine was using it too, uh, called makas. They're, they're gourds with seeds in them and they shake them and they used it for healing. And a friend of mine used that for healing in her practice. And she was able to heal up some people just like that at totally unexpected. So I've ordered my own, um, my own set of, of maca gourds from Peru should get here one of these days, I guess on a slow boat, <laughs> <Sometime. laughs> but I plan to, you know, good, but cause those things are powerful. And she, she yeah. swore by them. She said, these things really do work. So yeah. well, it's like, you know, the rain sticks. I mean, you know, that, that also is, is a vibrational medicine that absolutely works. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Tell me how the rain sticks work, uh, Michelle. Well, I mean, isn't it, they're like, they're like cactus, right? And they stick the, the needles inside and all the seeds are inside. So when you turn it over, it, it, it filters down and it, it makes like a rain sound. Oh, I've seen those before. Yeah. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I used to oh. have one. I don't know where it is anymore. Mm-hmm. Wow. One one of the hurricanes, I think. <laughs> oh, no. The rain took it away. <laughs> so your your, your rain stick got washed away. Yeah, probably. it got washed away. Got carried away, okay. right? Yeah, carried away by the winds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, I don't know where half of my stuff is. It's in a box or in the pod still. <laughs> I got to ask you this question since we're talking about the ascension and also like to get a little bit about prophecies. Um, you know, the cabal uses the harp um, machinery to alter our weather and to attack us. Um, do you see them using it again this year or, well, you know, it, it's dramatically decreased okay. and you know, uh, it, it's actually a pretty good segue to what I wanted to, to, to show on the screen later. But, um, that has been a delivery system that's been in use for quite some time. Okay. You know, uh, when you start looking at when did that really start, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to look at, at Vietnam in, in 61, 67, 68, you know, when those were created to cause it to rain all the time on the Ho Chi Minh Trail so they couldn't move, you know, men and, and uh, supplies, mm-hmm. you know, so that's been in place for quite some time. You know, but it's it's that death by a thousand cuts. You know, it just is mm-hmm. so gradual that, you know, you don't even think about, you know, the chemtrails being, you know, not really contrails. You know, right. they right. stayed around for days. Well, you know, that's not a contrail. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. a lot of these cloud formations that we've never seen before, except in the last four or five years, you know, and now they have these whole different kinds of clouds that are coming in. And it, it's not naturally occurring at all. But mm-hmm. again, you know, I found out a long time ago, people rarely look up, you know, mm-hmm. so they don't think anything of it. Nobody right. thinks anything about, well, you know, I'm not really watching the sunrise. I'm so busy getting ready for work or I don't really watch the sunset. I'm fixing supper or dinner for the kids or mm-hmm. whatever it is to say, you know, the sun never used to be right there. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and it never sat there before. I never had the light come in my window like that before. But they're so busy and so tied up that they don't realize that there's a lot of changes that are going on, but they're just too busy to see them. Yeah, well, that isn't that true with a, a lot of things in general, you know? Um, People are in such overwhelm. Yeah, and, and the problem is that that's where the dark forces come in and they take over our government like they did in the United States with the fake election. Two years ago, they destroy the planet, they destroy us, they try to kill us. I mean, because then it, people don't sometimes perceive that they have time to wake up. Well, you know, you, you were talking about it earlier about um, mankind being locked in childhood. Well, I think you have to start thinking about, you know, when you're a child, you know, probably when you and I grew up, yeah. you know, we were we were taught to trust adults. Hmm. We were t- we were taught yeah. to trust people who were in in positions of authority. Right. And so if if you look at that and kind of translate it into right now, you know, mm-hmm. we're we're still hardwired to trust those that are in authority. And maybe don't think that they are going to do anything harmful or bad. Right. You know, and it's probably a real reality check, you know, and a shock to think that, that people wouldn't just do the right thing. And they don't. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, they, they do. Don't. Sometimes they do. Yeah, sometimes they but do. But I think that's part of the reason why this is so difficult is because they're they're having a difficult time growing up in a spiritual right. sense so that they have that that spiritual guidance that says hey you know i don't think that's the truth there has been in the mainstream media it's very interesting how there have been ads in the atlantic and new york times um, that people should forgive what this government biden and the rest of them did to us and killing as many people off as possible with the shot program worldwide um and um, I, I, I think people, a lot of people will be seeking retribution later this year when it sinks in that their parents are gone or brothers, sisters are gone, family members are all gone from taking a poison shot that, that ultimately killed them. How do you, what do you look in terms of the future of that happening? You know, I, I think that a lot of things are going to change, you know, and, and I think that as as you go up in the residence, if you choose to go up in the residence, I, I think by default your heart is softened. Hmm. Only if you stay in the lower bands are, are you going to see that, that resonance of anger and hatred and, mm-hmm. and I want my pound of flesh manifest. Sure, right. So right. I think it's going to be unique to whatever, you know, band of residence you're going to reside in. Cliff High just came out with a new video this morning called um, The Big Ugly for the Normies. And he talks about street justice. I haven't had a chance to, re- to listen to the whole thing, but that's what he's talked about before. I, I can't hardly get past his because, you know, my ears want to bleed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, he could never come on your show because he couldn't be limited to 25 curse words. <laughs> 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 I've had people share them, and it's like, you know, I just don't need to listen to that. Yeah, right. You know, I just don't need that in my in my world. Well, he's he's well-meaning. He uses a computer program I to make a picture, and um, <laughs> everybody's different. That way. I know. That's what makes this planet. I've been told I was different, too, so <laughs> <laughs> I think it was meant in a good way. I don't know. Yeah. 
right, 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 right. Well, do you see um, do you see some states like Texas succeeding from the union eventually? Um, do you think? Uh, you know, it's certainly in their constitution, but I don't think so. I, I think that that you'll see Texas being, you know, a light bearer, you know, mm-hmm. a way shower. You yeah. know, uh, oh, right. you know, I'm originally from Texas, so I'm Texas to the to the bone for sure. I, I think when the true Texans rise up and and um, they have hearts of gold, mm-hmm. you know, as a general rule, you know, they're they're going to be the ones that are going to be the light bearers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think they're going to separate. But I think they're going to entreat people. You well, know, I think they're going to draw people. You know, and separation won't draw people. But being a light bearer will draw people. I think you're right. Well, Texas actually, uh, Governor Abbott uh, just announced that uh, I think Texas is the fastest growing state in the union right now. Um, it has the most people moving to it because people want freedom. It's a lot more than than seeing the sunshine in the wintertime. It's, it's, it's freedom. People are getting sick, sick of being locked down in a lot of Democratic states, including the one I'm in, Washington State. They're just sick of it, you know, and they want freedom. And it's difficult to change the government out here, so they'll just move to another state. There's other states like Montana, which is more free, Idaho, uh, South Dakota. Um, yeah, a lot of other states have uh, Florida, uh, Ron DeSantos, uh, a good a good governor who's trying to do the best he can for the people there. Um, I love it how DeSantos, uh, Governor DeSantos in Florida, has just opened um, a grand jury into the COVID deaths in Florida. From the uh, from the shot program, I think that's fantastic. Oh my God, um, that would that's what needs to be done. You know, that's a good model for the rest of the country. I think ultimately it's it's going to resolve itself. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think that that one of the the words that the angels gave that was so encouraging to me, they said it if if the resonance is high enough, everything gets converted back to its pure divine form and can do you no harm. You know, so if you choose to go higher and higher and higher in those resonances, anything in there that doesn't belong, anything that that was there to do harm, it's got to go. It'll be transmuted in place. I've actually seen that happen. You know, mm-hmm. so it it almost looks like like if you think about when it's really cold and and you speak and your breath makes like a fog, right? Oh, right. Uh huh. Right. The minute you stop breathing out, then that fog dissipates. And that's what it looked like. You know, so um, I, I don't get real concerned about all of these things like a lot of people do, because to me, the most important thing to focus on is getting that resonance higher and higher. And how you do that is you just trust God and press even harder, mm-hmm. you know, because if God be for you, who can be against you? You know, so I know that that's the answer. And, and that's where you get to the place of mm-hmm. no limits, you know, Everything that's possible in God is possible for us if we if we trust in God and press into Him. So, you know that's that's always been my my focus. There was a there was a lady who came out with a, a, a of a map of the world called the New Earth, and her name was Lori Toy T O Y E. Did you ever see her map of what the world looked like? I don't like? think so. Okay, well I'll just share it with you now from what I remember. It showed the United States vast areas being flooded in and the u.s itself being broken into different areas and canada too um from these floods that would come in and clean the earth 
Um, but that was at a time when there was a lot of negativity. That was back in the late 80s, early 90s. But I don't see that happening now. It didn't happen. No. It could have. It may have hap- have happened on a different timeline. Exactly. But thanks to people waking up and the peace efforts of the 80s and 90s uh, reining in the nuclear arms race and the peace that approached the United States and the Soviet Union back in the 90s of breaking apart of the Soviet Union, a lot of good things happening back then. I, I didn't. I don't see that happening now at all. It's, it, we're on a good timeline. And as Nostradamus said, we are about 15, 16 years ahead of what he thought was even possible back in the 80s. So we, we, I know things maybe seem kind of rough right now in certain parts of the world, but know that things are going to get better, and they're, they are getting better. Um, people are, are really are waking, uh, waking up. Did you see the, um, the video by a, a fellow named Dr. Masuri of Fukushima? Uh, at Kyoto, Kyoto University last week in Japan. Um, okay, he um, the Japanese are usually very polite. You never hear them using swear words. But I will paraphrase what he said. And he said <laughs> he was talking to their Japanese health ministry, and he said, "Are you effing? I'm not going to use the f word on my show, but are you effing crazy?" Um, because all these millions have been dying in Japan from the shots and you're not doing any investigation. And then he said, even their ministry of health in Japan, only 10% have taken the vax because they know it's deadly. And they say, what the H-E-L-L are you doing? And as a result of that speech about two weeks ago, the Japanese government now is putting together a panel, um, looking at the, at the, at the causes of, of the, of the deaths. Cause there's millions of deaths now in Japan, a lot of elderly people dying and you know the japanese in their culture they they do appreciate elderly people the older people for their wisdom and everything but that that part of their culture is going because a lot of people are dead because that's the government that that uh that they have but at any rate um people are waking up even well, it, i think it's, yeah, it's they were really a, waking up a, a number of years ago where i saw the statistics that that japan didn't even have a replacement rate on their population Right. So when you start talking about, you know, massive deaths, you know, that's that's going to be just the end of the Japanese culture as a whole. Right. Well, isn't that what Klaus Schwab and the rest of them, they want to do yeah. to get rid of us? So, I mean, that's what they want. It's so quite sad, actually. Yeah, it is. It is. And, um, you know, it's happening here in the United States, too. You know, um, yeah, a lot of things happening. Yeah. But um, well, do you, where do you think we'll be in a year's time, Michelle? I think we'll be in a much better place in a year's time. Mm-hmm. If, if, big if there, if you so choose it. Right. You know, it's okay. like anything else. Do you, do you want to get on the escalator or not? You know, do you want to go to the top floor <laughs> or not? You know, it's, just, it's all right. about what, what you're going to choose. You know, you're going right. to choose anger, which the root of that is, is always fear. Are you going to choose forgiveness and trust? I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to trust God anyhow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really not a bad option. Who who better to trust than God, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's really what it's coming down to. Mm-hmm. You know, do you trust me or not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I would trust you personally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, I trust God. That's for sure. 
Right. I may That's not right. have always agreed, but you know, before it was over with, he showed me the error in my judgment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. God is a motivator. Let me just tell you. <laughs> well, my Pledean friends, I'll be going into this during my next, the last part of the show, but, but my Pledean friends said that they will show themselves and it'll be public knowledge within about two years on the current timelines going. That's um, wonderful. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, I've, I've seen their ships. I've talked to those guys on numerous uh, uh, times yeah. over the years. Right. But uh, I think we talked about it before. They were like a survey team. They were they were monitoring the progress of the planet, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It was a small ship. Mm-hmm. They're nice guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. They're just looking to see how we're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, they're not going to, they've been instructed by the Supreme Being to help us, uh, but not to violate cosmic law in the sense that they can't violate our free will. Right. So they have to ask. It's a planet of free free will and free choice, so they have to ask. Also, too, um, <coughs> um, we have to make the decisions ourselves. We have to grow up spiritually. Right. That's what they say over and over again. They can only do so much for us up to right. a it has to be it has to be our choice but that's what's so valuable about um being alive right now because i do get a lot of messages from them which i'm happy to you know convey on the air and then it's people it's their choice whether they want to follow it or not right yeah it is Mm -hmm. well you know for for years you know i've told people i said well you know i've heard the angels since i was four I said, you know, and I can't tell you how many people would come in. You'd hear their angels weeping, hmm. you know, because they wouldn't let them help them. Mm-hmm. You know, all their guardian angels, you know, they, they want to help, but they can't override the free will. You know, they're instructed not to do so, mm-hmm. you know, but they want to, you know, that's it's what they, they desire in their heart of hearts to help. But mm-hmm. if you don't want to let them help, then they have to just wait. And that's that's terribly painful for them. So I always tell people, I said, give your angels carte blanche. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't ask for better friends, protectors, guides, all of it. You know, turn them loose. Because mm-hmm. they're going to see it way before you do. Before uh, Dr. Emoto, uh, Mr. Emoto, uh passed away in October 2014, um, he, he always said that everything was hado or vibration. Absolutely. And so what he did, he, he, he created and used what's called a hotto machine, a vibrational machine. And let's, somebody, let's say somebody had depression, for example, or a certain physiological condition or spiritual condition. Well, all of the, all of the code, he made all these codes, a five-digit code for every uh, spiritual condition or physical condition that need people needed help on and then he programmed and this is fantastic thousands of codes and he programmed into these auto machines and so what he would do is he would have someone take um their hand <coughs> and put it on uh, this electronic pad <coughs> the machine would read it then let's say this person had depression or whatever whatever condition they had he would program it to to change the vibration of water, distilled water, he'd take water, which was a carrier, he said water was God and God is water, and would change that vibration of the water and program it for maybe a half hour or an hour. Then the person would drink the water and all kinds of miracles would happen. 
Um, and I had a case, it was back, you know, I think it was in 17, 18, where I had um, uh, Michiko Hayashi uh, from the Emoto office and Dr. Shirichio Yoshinuchi. I hope I did that right. Yeah, I guess I got that right. Good, Dr. Motazelli. It's not not easy for me to pronounce. But anyway, Yoshi is uh, his name. And he was one of Dr. Moto's top students. And there was a lady that came in and she hadn't seen her daughter in 20, more than 20 years. And she was getting up there. She was, uh, and, and she said, look, I'm not gonna live forever. I'd love to see my daughter, but I don't know what to do. And so I gave, I referred her over to the, to the two people from Tokyo and they had this, this powder machine and the lady put her hand on this machine pad, electronic pad, and they, the machine read her frequency. And then they programmed it to better relationships with the lady's with, with the lady's daughter, who actually she hadn't talked to in twenty years, had seen. And so they programmed this water. It took about an hour to program the water. They changed the vibration of the water, and she drank the water. This bottle of water. Two days later, guess who calls her? Her daughter. She hadn't talked to in twenty years, and last time they were getting along great. So. Um, and that was amazing because Dr. Emoto always used to say everything is frequency. And does how does that relate to scalar energy and the kinds of work you do? Is scalar the same concept or it's a different concept or how does that work exactly? It, it's, a, it's a different construct. You know, it's, it's like when you start getting out of the invisible bands and the visible, you know, you go into the invisible light bands, you get under the past the realm of what you can hear and what you can see, then mm -hmm. you start getting into the scalar resonance. I see. Yeah. The whole universe is, is scalar. You know, it, it, it was us that fell, literally, into those lower bands where you, you get into the sound and, and the frequency and, and all of that. So, you know, we're, we're rising up out of that. The planet itself is already switched to scalar. So, you know, if you're going to stay on the planet, you're going to have to make that shift or, or you're going to be in trouble. I see. Interesting. Are we meant, I was told, um, I'd like to run this by you. President Kennedy tells me that we are meant to live in peace and harmony without, oh, yeah. without conflict. Exactly. And it's, and it's amazing how there are negative forces here still trying to keep us under that lower vibration, like in Ukraine, for example. Can you believe that Biden and the corrupt Congress sent $100 billion um, to well, the Ukraine? You know, I don't even know what to believe on that. I mean, you well, know, their lips are moving, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. It's hard to know what the truth you is. Know, it's, 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 you know, you don't even know what to believe anymore. It, 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 you know, I, I test right now, did that really happen? And I get a no. You test and you see if it really happened. Okay, well, let me look, okay? okay. I'm telling you, mine says no. No, all right. Okay. Was that to incite the public? Yes. Okay, all right. So, you know, what you see is never what you get, and what you get is never anything you can see. Well, the postal, uh, some of the, the postal rates keep going up. Uh, as I mentioned this earlier on the show, a book that three years ago I would send to Canada for $5.25 now is costing almost $33. And the rationale is that we need to pay for the war in Ukraine. Um, that's a bunch of lies. Um, so who knows where the money's going? They don't tell right. us. I mean, right. we, you don't know. I mean, right, exactly. It could be, you know, I don't know. It could have gone to Hunter Biden. You know, maybe the price of cocaine's gone up. He needs more money, more drugs. I, 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 I get know. a no to that as well. <laughs> what? 
that the price of cocaine has gone up or no, that that went to Hunter Biden. I get a note to that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when in doubt, douse it out, right? Right. When in doubt, douse it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't need CNN or Fox or any of those guys to tell me anything. Uh huh. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and you know, this is my philosophy, you know, over the years. If I need to know what the angels are going to tell me, and if I don't need to know, why would I want to know? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's not to stick my head in the sand. That's keep my eyes focused on what's important, you know, and not to lose faith in that God is going to be the one that leads, guides and directs me. You know, because mm-hmm. that is my desire. And he says he'll grant you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Well, I, I, uh, I think I know we've got a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. And I see a lot of um, negativity washing out during this time. This is a time to clean out the planet. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm excited about the future. You know, it's, it's challenging. Yeah. It's a challenging time, but it's a good time as, as well to, to well, be. We've been, we've been given all kinds of wonderful tools to work with the problems at hand, you mm-hmm. know. And so if we've been given the tools to work with the problems at hand, that means that we will overcome those problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Well, I have to tell you, um, you know, the, Pla- the Pleiadians, uh, which are an advanced human civilization, they went through many of these same issues uh in their civilization they had a terrific civil war fifty-two thousand years ago when i you and i came here many other souls came here and they had like 64 million people who died from a nuclear war back back then um they don't want us they're hoping we don't have to go through the same horrendous kind of war like we did world war ii it was very difficult for many people yeah, i don't think that's gonna happen no i don't think so either but we've but the, the, the like the, the the peace movements and um, back in the late eighties and the eighties and nineties really made a big a big change. It was more than the nuclear arms race. It was living in peace and harmony, harmony, recognizing that we all have the spark of God within us. That was all par- part of that, and it helped heal and transform the world to a much better place. And that's the kind of thing we we need again today. Um, yeah, and even in spite of everything, you know, look what we've gone through. We've gone through two years of brainwashing. That's what the media has done in this country, created a, a problem um, for something that doesn't exist. For well, One of the things that I find is so interesting about that is that when do people make a change? Mm-hmm. When they get a belly full of where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've I've made this analogy in my office many, many times. If I go and I just push you and I push you and I push you and I push you, at some point, you're going to say, that's enough. Mm-hmm. And so we're right at that place right now. But if we haven't been nudged enough, we probably wouldn't have woken up, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if all things work together for good, then all things work together for good. And right. so we can take this and, and rise above it like that phoenix coming out of the ashes, so to speak. And, and it can, you know, propel us forward into a place that we would have never gone without it. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Let me ask you um, about China. China's had tremendous riots recently. People standing up against a totalitarian government that they've never done before. 
I don't see I don't see the uh, Chinese Communist Party uh, lasting for much longer. Um, you, what have your guides said about it? Well, you know, I don't think it's as we we think it is already. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things that have changed already on those fronts, and not just there, but in a lot of places. You know, what we perceive as the truth is is not really the truth. It's it's the truth we have been shown, but that doesn't mean that it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been portrayed as truth. But there's a lot of things that that once we get all of this outside interference out of the way, that that our our vision will clear up, where we can actually see the truth of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I, I see a lot of governments changing this year. I see the Australian government uh, being booted out of office. Same thing in New Zealand. Same thing in Canada, the United States. Um, I think the current government in Japan will be going as well. Any government, actually, who has um, forced these, um, these horrible shots and mandates on people will be going this year as the truth comes out. Because people will demand democracy and, and be heard, and they're sick of it. They have nowhere to go but to, to be free. That's what I'm seeing happening this year. But again, yeah. if people hadn't been nudged, they would stay asleep. Well, that's true. Yep, yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Motivation. <laughs> <laughs> that motivation yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Well, yeah. Sometimes people need motivation. Well. That's true. And maybe in the greater scheme of things, that's what we needed to do. I don't know. Do you think, do you think um, the American people uh, got too complacent over the years? That's why all this stuff's been happening here in, a, in the in the. Well, country. you know, I, I don't think so. Uh, and yeah. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, that, that people have been blinded, literally and, and figuratively both. And mm-hmm. it, it's because of the outside interference that, that we have lost the ability to see accurately, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, as that is being changed, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's going to that's gonna be an absolute spiritual revolution all of its own because, you know, when you really see the truth of things, I don't think it's, it's so that uh, we'll be angry. Are, are fearful, I think it's because it's, it's going to light a fire in our soul. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to really transform everything. And, you know, then you have the, the group dynamic of all of these people making that shift together. It's, it's going to be just like what we talked about earlier about the Native Americans when they beat the drums and they chanted, there was a, there was a group dynamic and an energy that shifted the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And so we're very, very close to that place, you know, where there's going to be enough that you're going to have critical mass and you're going to shift the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, buddy. Well, it's it's like rediscovering our roots, our ancient yes. roots. Yeah. Where it was standard operating procedure for, uh, for, for medicine people to do that kind of work among Native American peoples around the planet, mm-hmm. no matter where you went. And, but it was lost during the years that uh, that it, it, it evolved for the Rockefellers taking over uh, medicine, and um, and so things have we've lost that. But I see us getting back in touch with those spiritual roots. Um, well, you know, years ago, Michael told me he said, you know, seek not to be that which you are; choose that to be that which you already are, and that is children of God. Uh-huh. You know, so right. we're we're getting to that place where we're going to go. I see, says the blind man. 
you know, and it's, uh-huh. it's going to be totally uh, an eye-opening, literally an eye-opening experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't, I can't wait, my friend. It's, it's an exciting time. And um, tell us, if you don't mind, um, tell us uh, some of your uh, miracle stories of how you've been able to help people. And that could be people or, or the planet, like crops. I know you do crop work, too. Different things. Well, you know, one of the, the neat things is that, you know, I do I do a lot of work with uh, vibrational, you know, resonance medicine with, with you know, and we, we've talked about this before with the radionic uh-huh. reagents. I do a lot of work with, with uh-huh. those. And there have been so many given in the last six months that are just absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had this one lady in that uh, she had had, had cancer. Mm-hmm. And the the doctors had told her that it had metastasized to her bones on on her her um, left upper arm. You oh, know, wow. so she had pain, you know, consistently in that left upper arm. And right. so the the new ones that I've been given to, you know, stop the outside resonance interference. Mm-hmm. Uh, we rang the bowl and. I didn't do anything else, but, but ring the bowl, but I had her to move her arm before, you know, I rang the bowl and it was very, very painful. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, I wanted you to experience that. So you'll know if there was a change. And mm-hmm. so I rang the bowl with those reagents. And when we were done, it took like 30, 40 seconds and she was able to move it without any pain whatsoever. So does resonance therapy work? You betcha. Wow. It absolutely does. What a what a beautiful story! Wow, what a beautiful yeah, story! Yeah, I've watched miracles over the years, just just mm-hmm. incredible things. You know, and it wasn't like you know I read them in a book. I mean, you know, I watched them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's incredible stuff. You know, so I know for a fact that they're possible. Mm-hmm. I had this lady years ago ask me in California, "Why do you think you see so many miracles?" And I was I was about to say I didn't know, and the angels told me that you know they said you know they're possible, you know, and if you can get anyone to agree with you, but for a split second, because of the power of agreement, it shall be done. Right, right, exactly, yeah. The power of agreement's powerful, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. so it's much better to get into agreement with somebody that's speaking life to you than death to you, just like what we talked about earlier. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, you've also been able to uh, do some good work around agricultural crops, too. Would you like to give, I think you told me what, rice fields or something? That they'd had a pollution problem. Tell us a little bit about right. that. Yeah. Well, you know, we're fixing to go into uh, crawfish season here, you know, and they they shift between rice and, and crawfish. So, you know, one year, one season it'll be crawfish and the next day it'll be rice. So it's symbiotic crops. So you have, a whole, you, have a whole, you have a whole field of where they raise crawfish, right? Right. Okay, that's interesting. So one year they yeah. do rice and the next year they do crawfish. Okay, all right. That's, that's correct. Okay. And so uh, they're all, you know, burned, so they hold water, you know, because that's part of the rice process. But mm-hmm. uh, one of the interesting things this year, because everything has shifted resonance-wise, uh-huh. there there's actually a a new reagent that was divinely downloaded, just given to me, called uh, missing missing elements, mm-hmm. and that's God's elemental table, mm-hmm. and you know it's. A lot of the things that give us trouble, you know, whether it's chemical fertilizers, what have you, you know, those things are not going to be beneficial anymore. You know, so last year we started having big problems with it becoming toxic 
and mm-hmm. burning the plants and, and having problems like that that we've never had before. But, you know, I've watched it progress. You know, this one particular uh, property, you know, I've done, this is the sixth year that I've worked with them. And, um, you know, I've been watching it come on, you know, being a problem. Just It's just ticking up incrementally from year to year. Well, last year it was a real issue. And so this year it's going to be really exciting to use these new elemental tables, reagents, because mm-hmm. everything we need is all in their symbiotic, you know, from mm-hmm. from God's divine table of elements. So it's going to be super interesting to see what happens in in the crawfish and in the rice, you know, later in the year. It it, it should be amazing. You know, mm-hmm. I think the growth rate will be bigger, better, mm-hmm. you know, because I broadcast heirloom seeds to hybrid, you know, seeds and it takes on all the characteristics of of the heirloom and none of the characteristics of the hybrid you know so i know for a fact you can change those and it, it'll take it back to the the regular divine form well so the, the natural form so monsanto's gmo corn can be those gmo the frankenstein uh genetics can be switched off and bring it back to the genetic. Oh, that is fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've, I've done antidotes for all kinds of chemicals, you know, uh-huh. where the, the candy agent would come out and go, oh, you know, that's lost. You know, that, that whole that whole area, you can't recover it, yada, yada, yada. And so I'd take right. a sample, make an antidote, right. broadcast it, and they, they made a crop. Right, right. So there, there's not anything to me that you can't make an antidote for. Let me ask you a, a, cor- a corollary question, um, and that has to do with people whose uh, DNA has been altered by the mRNA um, in, a, in a bad way, okay? Um, because um, I've, I've been told that the mRNA actually changes the genetics of people to not, so they're no longer 100% human. They're like part gray or part reptile, whatever, Franken, Frankenstein kind of creatures. Um, can you switch with your techniques of the scalar or can Taylor, can scalar, um, um, uh, change the DNA back to its original thing like they can for, for corn or other agricultural crops? Can you do that have with you, Have you ever seen the, uh, demonstrations where they put sand on a plate and yes. they would vibrate it and yes, it would I make have. patterns? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have. when you send forth the scalar resonance in the right way, by default, it will go back to its original design. Really? Wow. Version 1.0. I see. So you go back to God's design. Yeah, yeah. Greg Braden has come out with some amazing videos recently. There's a book out called, um, I actually have a copy here. It's, I can't pronounce it, Seraphic... um, uh, yet Sarah, the, it's called the book of creation. Yeah. Okay. That's a Hebrew text. It's, this is translated into, um, into, um, uh, into English, but it's one of the Kabbalah. It's, it's one of the books of the Kabbalah, ancient Hebrew Bible. And in it, um, he said, he writes that, I mean, it's a long book, right? But bottom line is that the DNA sequence within all of our DNA says, um, something like um, God is within you. Yes. And the mRNA technology, which is a terrible technology, 
very and harmful to humanity, it changes it so it no longer says that. So we lose our, our connectedness to God. And what I like about your work is that people can, um, can get that back. Well, you know, one of the, the nice things of uh, the reagents that have been given, there was, there was one that was recently. Can you find reagent, please, if you don't mind? Reagent is where if you use a radionic process, you can basically program it. I do it into black fluorite crystals and, mm-hmm. and water because mm-hmm. water is such a good resonator. And, uh, but all of these you know, I will have a blank that doesn't, it hasn't been programmed at all. And, and the angelics will just program it for me. Right. Oh, that's beautiful. And so then I can use a radionic device to make copies of it, you know, Mm -hmm. for people to be able to use or, or what have you. Right. One of the last ones that they gave is called celestial connection. Hmm. And that's, that's the connect back to creator. That's beautiful. It's powerful. And it actually operates all the way up into the 10th dimension. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's where I, that's where I came from. I'm told before I came down here on this 10th. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's a nice place. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a Anything place where... above five is really nice. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's, that's there. Um, um, this part, you may want to stay on. I don't know. You have some fun here. I, I have a segment I've scheduled for. Um, uh, I've been in contact with my good friend, Plydian Admiral Halosaurus, and I was going to have a, a segment on um, travel from the Pleiades to the United States, uh, to the Earth, actually, not only to the U.S., but this planet, and, and what, they, what, what it's like. So I'm going to discuss about fifth-dimensional travel. And what they do, um, uh, Don, if you don't mind, if you could... Um, uh, bring up uh, that picture of the Pleiades constellation. That would be great if you don't mind showing that. Um, and um, I, I want to show everyone what it looks like. Thanks. Thanks so much, Don. Uh, this is the uh, Pleiades constellation. It's called the Seven Sisters. And a lot of Native Americans, uh, Michelle, have this in their mythology. For example, the Cherokee have the Seven Sisters, that they came from the Seven Sisters. The Hopi have the same same thing in their culture as well, that they came from the seven sisters and there's seven, seven different stars. Now, Alcone's toward the middle, toward the bottom here. Um, and that's where their base is. And when they fly, um, they travel from uh, their star system to ours. It's 464.24 light years, which is quite a ways. And what they do is um, they'll go through a wormhole. And what what I've been told is that they, 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 the ship goes up to a certain, um, certain speed, then they spin it in a circle to build up energy, and they send it like a slingshot through this wormhole. And the wormhole, it takes, it takes about seven hours to go through. And what I'd love to play, uh, Don, is the, um, there's a, um, if we could play that, um, that Starlink I sent you, it's on YouTube. The first, um, minute or two um thanks don so much the first minute or two to give people a feeling for what it's like but all of the stars are going back very very fast because they're going through a wormhole that they're they're flying by at at supersonic speed far faster even than 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 um than the speed of light so if we could play that there's there's one um yeah that would be great okay that one's perfect now just the first couple of minutes if we could turn on the volume too would be great thanks this is this is going through um, 
through the galaxy, but it's 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 the stars are going by so fast that that they appear like just little beams of light just shooting by you. But that's what they do for about seven hours, and they go into a um, a wormhole, and um, um, when they pop out on the other side, it takes them um, about at least a day or two to get used to the energies of this part of the universe. Um, so this is what uh, interstellar space travel is like. We'll be doing this ourselves within within ten years, possibly five, eight. Uh, depends upon the kinds of choices we make. Um, this is a tune. This is a piece from Hans Zimmer, wonderful music composer, Germany. I really like his stuff. Um, and um, this is what it's like. They do this for seven hours, and they come pop up every day in a, in a warm hole. Now, when they finally get to Earth, we can turn it off now, though. Yeah, thanks, my friend. Thanks so much. When they finally get to Earth and they get to this planet, it's a it it they have to they they kind of hang out outside of the planet for another day or two to get used to the energies, and then um uh, it's um if we could show the um the second one, it's called uh, Cyber Remix, uh, by Hans Zimmer. I, I sent it to you like I think at an MP MP4 uh, file. If we could play that for about two minutes, would be good. Um, and this is this is of a satellite coming in. Um, they're higher above the planet than this. They're about ten feet, about ten miles up. But it's a very accurate representation of what it looks like when they come through um, this planet after being uh, traveling from Alpine to that planet. Um, but uh, I really like Mr. Uh, Zuma's work.
once they get into this planet's atmosphere, they station themselves, their usual places above Mount Shasta, about 10 miles up, um, and it's a little bit higher than what you saw in that video, but it gives you a good representation of what, what they're seeing. Uh, when you're up aboard the ship, uh, the ship has about 5,000 people. Um, the, uh, the main deck um, is deck 26. Um, that's where usually I land when I go up there in the astral plane, and I'm always welcomed by my friend Admiral Soros and a group of uh, crew members, which is always nice. They always have these light blue, depending upon where you're working on the ship, they either have light blue, light orange. Um, sometimes if you're, if you're in the medical department, you have light green for healing. But it depends upon where you, where you are on the ship. It's, it's a huge place. I mean, it's like a city in, in, in itself. And they've got like a zoo there. Um, they've also got a huge auditorium for different events they do, they do hold. Um, and um, they've got like a library that they call the Wisdom Room, which is a fascinating place to go. You sit in these big cushy leather-like chairs. A screen comes down. You interact with it telepathically, and you can go anywhere you want. Basically, you can go back um, to when the Happy Meal was invented. You can go to that time if you went. Or you can go. <laughs> you just couldn't help yourself, could you? We're going to get you a T-shirt that says, I'm Mr. Happy Meal. <laughs> you can go back to when, you know, the time uh, Hillary Clinton was created in the laboratory or Trudeau was created in a laboratory or Biden was created. You can, you can look at things <laughs> like that if you want. They're saying, stop it. I said, okay, I'll stop it. But no, they, they enjoy earth, earth humor. You know, after living here 52,000 years, you, you acquire a certain amount of uh, uh, jadedness. You get a little bit sometimes jaded um, <laughs> in your perspective. Um, but, um, but it's a wonderful place. I go up there frequently. Uh, but they're, they're doing everything they can to help us with the ascension by beaming high energy um, 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 energies to, to the planet. So for two things, one thing to wake us up, raise our vibration, and help heal ourselves as well. By cosmic law, they cannot directly interfere, interfere, but there are exceptions. If we were to, for example, have a nuclear war, they would shut down all the missiles, and they've done that before, so we couldn't kill ourselves. Um, the thing with the shot program, it's a little difficult because it's people's free will taking these shots. But on the other hand, uh, a good argument to make, which I've made before the Galactic Alliance is, um, the High Councils is, I've argued that people don't have their full free will. And if you're brainwashed and mind controlled, how can you have, uh, how can you um, logically make a free will decision? They can't. So that's why we are getting help now. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but that's oh, what absolutely. I absolutely hiring. And, and that that's exactly what they've said to me too, because you know they were sold a bill of goods, right? right? And right. the truth, you know, whether they didn't know the whole truth and nothing but the truth, irregardless, you know, you didn't make an informed decision. There, thereby, intervention can can be accomplished. Right. So absolutely. I, I think there's all kinds of things that can be done to help. Absolutely. So they are helping us. Absolutely. They will not let us um, uh, kill ourselves, commit suicide. And um, so they're very careful about that. Um, but they have to adhere to cosmic law. Now, the negatives, <laughs> they don't care about cosmic law. They violate whatever they want to violate. 
because they think that they're God, that they themselves are God. But this brings back the old issue that if God's within all of us, then the answers, all the answers to our existence lie within, whether you're Buddha, Jesus, um, Muhammad, whatever religion you are, all the answers, all the religions are basically saying the same thing, that all the answers lie within. So if you reach into that within yourself, you can you can make the correct decisions for yourself. You don't need to look to somebody else as a quote guru or anything. Um, but that's one of the thing is, and um, people should remember that as as we as we evolve, um, that they they have the same kind of belief system that that we that we have here. Um, but they don't. The biggest thing is that they don't don't want us to go through a horrendous nuclear war that they had to go through fifty two thousand years ago to get to the point of evolution now. And, um, but things have really speeded up. You had told me earlier, I'd love to hear your comment on this, that, that, um, that we have the chance to go to eighth dimension. Is that right? 7.5 in the dimensional scale. Well, that, that was, that was where we were going. They actually showed me the other day, you know, mm-hmm. that, that there's all these levels up to, um, 14. And then after really? that, it's, it's infinite. It's like oh, you you, oh. you exit the hallway and it's just like wow, wow. space. You can oh, just wow. go on forever after that. Yeah, wow, wow. You become I have, one with the universe. The ship is up in the fifth, sixth dimension. And one thing I've noticed in the replicators, the chocolate, the organic chocolate I program at Mexican organic chocolate, is just excellent. <laughs> so when you go higher, the coffee should smell better. You get taste <laughs> I don't think they need coffee up there. But I don't the think so. But the hot chocolate is good. I have to, yeah. They, they're they're laughing now, but they said that they had gotten the chocolate from seeds millennia ago before it was polluted. So the And, and now they grow it in the arboretum there. Um, actually, in my quarters, I have a little arboretum where I get fresh vegetables and, and things that you can grow, yeah, which is which is fun. And I also have a holodeck as well. Um, that I programmed to a beach in Hawaii. So anytime I want, I, I go into the holodeck. It's a matrix, and I and I go swimming off this beach. It, it's real. It's just as real as this. Is this matrix? Is it's all a hologram? That's what they say. It's all a hologram. But um, just like on Star Trek, sometimes people get lost in the holograms and they don't want to come out. <laughs> um, but it is nice. Um, but it's 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 fun to fun to do that. But they're there helping us as, as much as they can. One thing I want to share with people, this is, um, it's about 38 seconds, 35 seconds long. It's not long, but it's the playing. Adani was the, uh, the wee transfer I did this morning called, what's it called? It's in German, Ziggurat, or, yeah, you, you know where it is, yeah. This is from a Pladean ship leaving uh, the Samaji Silver Star Center outside Zurich from Billy Meyer's place. And I've been there myself, and it's a recording of a ship leaving, leaving his his farm back to the ship, um, and I'll explain that in a minute. Um, and this was uh, recorded, I think, in 1976 or 1977. So if we could if we could play that, Don, it's about 35, 38 seconds long. Um, I got the.
Okay. Thanks so much, Don. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I couldn't do this show without Don Doug's help. So thank you, my friends. But that was, that was a new ship back then. Um, that was, um, um, just the, the, it's a new ship and you'll, um, I should have brought it. I have a picture of it somewhere, but, um, they, they have a, a bunch of metallic balls on, on the top side of the, of the vehicle of the ship itself. And that allows them to go interdimensionally, different dimensions. They can also use that ship as well to travel to the other universes. The next universe always universe over from this one is called the Dahl universe, D-A-L universe. I don't know all the differences between the two. I do know uh, that Samaji, um, a beautiful Plutian, uh, uh lady who was helping Billy Meyer for many years, she had gone there for a healing. Um, I don't know all the reasons why, but it is, it's, it's, uh, they go through a wormhole and they do, they do go into these, uh, other, other universes, uh, when necessary. Um, but, um, that gives you a little taste of their, of their civilization. They're helping us now as much as they can. And, um, uh, they said, we're going to do it, you know, we're, but they're, they're there to help us. They cannot make the decisions for us, Michelle. And, um, so if you're thinking about, I mean, people, people say, beam me up, you know, get me out of here. That's not going to generally happen. You have to, this is like a big school here. You have to do the homework and do the work to ascend to, 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 so that you can, you can work yourself up. There's no easy quick fix. No one else is going to do it. Don't look to other gurus or other people to do it because it's all on your own. You all have to do this. This is, this is like a big experiment. And we all signed up for this thing. And um, some people, Michelle, unfortunately, are not ready to ascend. They don't, they like the old way of doing things and they don't want to, they don't want to advance. And that's fine. Um, and um, I think God understands that. And that's why um, President Kennedy um, told me, leave no one behind, leave no neighbor behind. He told me that last year. Um, so that's why I tried to make it as inclusive as possible to bring as many people along as possible. Because if you miss this boat, if you miss this train, um, you'll have to wait a while, uh, up to 25,800 years uh, for the next one to, to, to run by. Um, but some people aren't ready to ascend and they don't want to wake up. And that's fine. You know, you, God's not going to force you to, to, to wake up if you're not ready to do it. You know, um, but I uh, would love your opinion on that. Um, Michelle. Well, you know, they told me when when we first started talking about the ascension, they said that there would be a whole group of people that would choose not to go because where they were worked for them. You know, and it, it's going to work for them till it doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you know by the time that they they kind of sort of wake up, it it's they've missed the boat. You know, right. so you got you got to take the bus when it arrives at the station. You can't wait until the bus leaves. Going, hey, I want to take that bus. You know, it's too late then. <laughs> right, right. If it sailed, you know, you should have gotten on. You know, right, exactly, exactly. But um, I think uh, the supreme being is benevolent being soul if you will and um she wants to help us as much as possible it's difficult to label her either a he or a she because it combines elements of both um but um we're well on our way that's what i've gotten the message um, oh yeah well and, and the whole point of you know these multiple earths is to assist people where they are you got to meet people where they are 
Right. You know? And you, you've got to help them from where they are. You know, right. otherwise you, you can't help them. If you're way up here and you're going to go up here and they, they can't get there, then what good is that? Right. You know, so right. that's that's why you, you see these multiple arts. These are all different schools, you know, to help people to get to where they need to go. Last fall, I was doing some traveling, and when I was coming back, it was the middle of the night. It was about uh, one o'clock in the morning, um, and uh, I looked up, and the moon was big and bright, but it started splitting into two different, two different spears. And I should have brought the picture, but I've got a picture of the moon with two different spears, and I was saying that the moon is shifting as well, like the Earth is shifting into 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 the part of the part of the of the this planet the earth uh the moon earth is going in one direction to ascension and the other part is is staying with the old with the old ways of doing things um and that's where a lot of people who don't want to ascend who don't want to do the work for the ascension are actually going um they're not going with the ascension but they're going with the with the old old ways of doing things and i was amazing to me i, I looked up and then i thought is anybody else seeing this of course it was one o'clock in the morning and not many people were awake um, but, uh, have you seen that yourself? Um, the, the... <clears throat> well, I know that, that, um, there've been some images and, and I saw this, frankly, myself, it's, I guess it was like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know it was, it was December 7th when that full moon happened and mm-hmm. there was, uh, I don't know what it was. I had never seen it before. It looked like something was was hanging kind of down and in front of the moon, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was an object of some kind that, that, it, that was shiny, you know, and it seemed to move to me, you know, and, and I called a, a couple of people and I said, you know, go outside and, and look at the moon. You know, I've never seen anything like that. And they said that it was Jupiter, I think, or whatever, but I mean, it, it just didn't look like in you know, a, a celestial body, so to speak. And, so I, I had hung up the phone, and this was like 8 o'clock at night. And so when I hung up the phone, it was like 8.15, 8.20, and I was going to go out and try and take a picture of it. And in between uh-huh. the time that I saw it and went back out that 15, 20 minutes later, there was we were totally slopped in by fog. Really? I mean, wow. like you couldn't, you couldn't barely see that there was any light coming through the fog at all. And uh-huh. so I thought, uh-huh. okay, fine, you know, I'm going to go the next night at the same time. And I'm going to take a picture of this. And it was clear the next night, but that object was not there. Mm-hmm. So to me, if it was a planet and you went out at the same time, the very next night, it should have still been there. Right. Exactly. I disagree that it was a planet. I'm not sure what it was, but I don't think it was a planet. Well, I, I can't provide details, but I, I did see the same thing. And actually, one night on a long drive, it actually followed me, and it turned out to be a, a later uh, Plydean scout ship that was there protecting me as I drove across, took this long drive one night. And um, that's what they told me. Because I, I later saw that same, um, that same ship at Shasta, too. It showed up, and I, I asked, and they said, yeah, it's us. I said, hi. <laughs> I said, thank you. Because they were, they were helping to protect me. So anyway. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I knew that it wasn't it wasn't a planet. I mean, there was no doubt in my mind that it that it wasn't a planet. Right, 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 right. Um, the Pleiadians themselves say that they've got um, 
8.5 million ships now around the planet. They've added since coming here four years ago. And they've all been bombarding the planet with high energy vibrations to raise our consciousness and, and help us heal. And no matter where you are on the planet, it's kind of cloudy out today. Um, but if you've got a clear, if you've got a clear window to the sky, even if you're in a city with a lot of light pollution, you should be able to see their ships around. All you have to do is like to look up, like you said, Michelle. Yeah, they're there. They, they are there. And um, if you want to contact them, I have their galactic uh, numbers here. Just email <laughs> me and I'll send them to you. Galactic charges do apply. But, but uh, actually, no, AT&T's got a plan now. You can call it other <laughs> Unlimited galactic calling. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can do yeah, this. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to get that bill. <laughs> Yeah. Right, that would be expensive. But you can Luckily we don't need cell coverage for that call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they think that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Today's show, by the way, is 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 they're listening on board the mothership and then they're beaming up to Alcom, which is their base in the Plinian. And from there it goes to other places as well. It goes to Galactics and then it goes to uh Sirius B, the Arcturians are listening. Um, the Andromedans are here as well. They're listening. Um, yeah, they, I, I, I was on board the ship last summer, and I met uh, the ambassador for Andromeda, who's there as an observer. They're, they're great people. They're, they're, they're in a higher dimension, an eighth or ninth dimension, and they've got, um, they've got blue skin because their sun is blue. And I thought, that's fascinating. Our, our, our sun's yellow, so we have a golden one. Um, golden, uh, golden color, but uh, theirs is blue. And what's interesting is that there was a contingent of Andromedans who came to this planet many millennia ago, Michelle, and they ended up in Africa. And over the thousands of years, the blue skin turned to black. That's where that came from. And if Africans, Africans are beautiful people, but if they realized where they came from, they would be astounded because they're already from a very developed civilization. Right. Came from somewhere else. Um, people, uh, people in Asia, they landed first in China and they were from Marduk, which I thought was interesting, which that superhuman, that super, uh, superhuman, super, um, super earth just beyond where the asteroid belt is today. That was destroyed by the reptilians 500,000 years ago in, in a war. Um, but we're all from somewhere else. Yeah. We're all from somewhere else. And, um, also people don't realize it, but, um, um, happy meals are very old and ancient, actually, if you look at them. So, never mind. <laughs> Ted, Ted, Ted. <laughs> For the record, I don't eat happy meals. I stay away from them. I've heard all kinds of awful things that McDonald's <laughs> puts in them, so I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot with pole. But um, anyway, um, Michelle, did you see my tie today? This is the beam me up tie here. Oh, I got beam me up. Tie. Yeah, Dorothy in Montreal sent it to me. I'm her. sorry, I didn't put on a tie for you today. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. She sent me a couple of them. There's another one with ETs on it. I'll wear that my next my next show. <laughs> so, um, but um, I think um, I think we're gonna get. Um, a lot of wisdom that we've ignored over the years is going to become more common knowledge this year. Um, herbal remedies, for one thing. Um, the healthcare system is going to have a lot of difficulties because a lot of 
it's it's kind of sad in a way. You know, healthcare professionals like a lot of doctors and nurses, they they were trained in in the system. I mean, they're good people, but they didn't know any better. And a lot of them took the shots thinking that that was the right thing to do. And boy, do they have a rude awakening. There's a lot of them sick now. A lot of them passed on. Um, I forget now in Canada how many doctors have died from the shots, 120, 130, something like that. That's just doctors, not to mention nurses and other other healthcare professionals. But uh, the flip side of that, I, I don't know what you're seeing, Michelle, but the flip side is that is that medical care, traditional medical care is defined by the Rockefellers, just not going to be available. And people will be looking for alternatives. And, and it's good to look for alternatives, I think. Um, the American public and many people around the world have been straightjacketed by regula- regulations on healing. There's more than one way to, um, to get a healing. There's lots of different ways, actually. And, and I think the regulatory authorities have been too draconian in, in, in uh, clamping down on people who do have different healing methods. And there's all kinds of ways, especially if you tie into God, anything is possible, I think. So. Well, you know, but before I went into practice as a naturopath, Michael told me, he said, there's going to come a day when no medicine will work, natural or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And when people can move neither left nor right nor forward nor backward, they look up in the direction where their true healings come from. Right. You know, so I've always been very non-product oriented, you know, and it's because of the word that was given all those many years ago now, over 30. And so... You know, I know that that this whole system is going to ebb because it's it's no longer going to work. So right. when you start looking at whether it's herbal or whether it's pharmaceutical, it doesn't really matter what it was. Mm-hmm. Because if it was designed for a Hertzian frequency body that no longer exists, right, right, it's not going to work anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and when it stops working, then people are going to look. At, at whatever else is going to work. And that's going to be some kind of resonance, some kind of scalar technology that, mm-hmm. that's going to going to bring them to that place that the resonance gets high enough that the body spontaneously heals. Just right. like that lady that her arm hurt, you did, you did the resonance therapy on it and it didn't hurt anymore. Right. I mean, you're right. talking 40, 30, 40 seconds. That was it. Right, right, right. Well, at, at uh, Mount Shasta, when the angels have come in and Adam has come in to help people, I've seen um, eyesight restored, uh, restored to this one lady who was blind in one eye. With my own eyes, I saw the whole thing happen. Uh, another lady had cataracts in her eyes. Um, the, the cataracts were dissolved within about a day. Another woman had Lyme disease cured just like that within 20, about 25 minutes. Um, another lady had, uh, somebody else had diperticulitis, um, um, and, uh, uh, somebody else had, um, scoliosis, curvature of the spine, a lot of pain, um, all kinds of things, just miracles. And I've seen so many happen, but in order for that to work, you've got to have the right attitude and you've got to be positive and open to it. And I do take people to Shasta, I'll be taking them in June and August, going back. Um, and if you want to go, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, and I'll send you all the details. But I'm very careful who comes on because you're entering into the living rooms, the personal sensitive areas for the Pleiadians, uh, and that's especially it's the Telosians and Adama. And they don't want people who have negativity or doubts, because if you have negativity or doubts, not only can it stop the healing for you, but you can wreck it for everybody else as well. 
So, um, and I'm sorry to say, but I've had agents from a three-letter agency show up on my trips too, and they've tried to mess things up. And I, and I absolutely, um, like last year, I, I had my life in real danger. They tried to, uh, to uh, eliminate me on a couple times on the trips and um, long story, everything that happened, but uh, I'm okay. I listen to God and the angels what to do. And, uh, but uh, I'm okay. I'll be going back again this year. But I have a feeling that the whole thing about the negatives, all of their, um, no matter what they do, Michelle's not going to work. It doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, they try, but it doesn't really, doesn't really work at, at all. So, yeah, and that goes for everything else. I want to play a, a quick little song on that. Um, I'm sure you'll, you'll recognize it. Um, it's called, um, let me pick it up here. Um, Okay, it's called I Fought the Law and the Law One. So I'm just going to play a first couple of, just a minute or two of this. back to our discussion of the supreme being and the ascension and the evolution of humanity i think um you have to consider who you evolve yourself with um because um ultimately god wins the light will win no matter what happens and um uh god in the end and the and the angels are there to help us all you have to do is to to ask for help and i ask for help constantly and I, I get it. Um, you have to be careful who you get involved with nowadays. Uh, Michelle, I'd love your opinion on this um, with the Ascension, because there are people out there who appear to be light workers, but aren't. This is especially true of Simon Parks um, and Q. Um, he, um, both of them have caused a lot of, a lot of problems, uh, especially Simon Parks in his collecting consciousness, organization CC. Um, people don't realize that that negative energy can can really harm you, um, and um, a lot of people are trusting. I think what you have to do is ask yourself: Is the information I'm getting I'm getting is that for the highest good? Does it resonate with me? And if it doesn't resonate with you, you have to be you have to be careful uh, and distance yourself from it. I never used to be, but but uh, I've come under attack last year. I've had over a dozen different uh, threats in my life. So now I'm pretty wary of of certain people. You're okay, you know, and uh, you know, um, and Don and Doug. I couldn't ask for better people for my shows, but I'm just careful on who I expose myself to, and I think that's that's important. Um, and the thing is, is that the answers are all within you, um, and if you trust that, you don't need a guru. You don't need to look somebody else to tell you what to do. And um, it's helpful to have 
some mentoring programs, and I have mentoring programs for explaining people how to talk to the other side. But I've seen people hurt and assaulted as well, um, sexually assaulted by some people who say they're from the light, but they're not. So you have to be have to be careful. Um, but um, it's amazing how this is all going to play out this year. This is our the last gasp of the negative aspects of the third dimension. And uh, this year, uh, the game, what started it for me was in October last year, when um, the Pleiadians said that that was going to be a game changing month. And it was actually, I could feel the, the, the energies get better. And um, things are things are getting better. And I want people to know that um, there is a God, um, there is a supreme being, I'm not talking about in a religious sense, but in a spiritual sense. And he or she, depending upon you look upon them, is here to help us. And God does love us, and I know that. And so um, they're there to help. Um, I've been I've been helped many many times. Um, and these these things that I've seen at Mount Shasta, the healings I've seen, you can just call them miracles. But I call them miracles because you try to explain what fifth or sixth or eighth dimensional healing is like in third dimensional terms. And it really doesn't make sense because your terminology is different. Um, and one of the things that uh, my friend Albert Einstein, who's just, just came in now, he says hello, is that he's been able to talk to God about the nature of the universe. And he's been able to augment his own understanding of E equals MC squared and hyperdimensional physics and physics. There is a, there is a, there is a, a scientific explanation for many things going on coming from the, but you have to understand the higher dimensions. And that's the next frontier, he says, for our scientists to learn the, the higher dimensions. So it's, that's what I'm seeing now. So, and that's what you do with your scalar. You have a, you probably have a tough time explaining to people in 3d how sc scalar works, right? Because you, you talk about, yeah, it's, it's not really 3d. It's four. No. Well, it's like, you know, I have I have probably now close to 60 reagents that, that uh -huh. have um, been given. And some of them are kind of, they name them, I don't name them, but they, they right. have similar uh, jobs, so to speak. But what makes them different, you know, is that some of them are for people who are in the third dimension and mm -hmm. they will run from four to seven dimensions. Oh, okay. And then I have another set that's for people who are in the process of ascending that are in like six that'll take them to 10. Hmm. And so it'll, it'll kick up that resonance so that they get to that place that it never hmm. happened or can't happen. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that, that illness can't exist in that resonance because the body will spontaneously heal at that moment. Right, right. That, yeah, that's what's going to happen in those those uh, those realms in that that level of resonance. So right. I have two different tiers of reagents. One that's like for the people that are in three to four, that'll take them to seven, and those that are in four to five, that'll take them to ten. You know, so I, I have two different different uh, levels of uh, of different helps and reagents for that. You know, sometime um, when things get a little bit more normal in Japan, it would be really good for you to pay a visit to the Emoto office in Tokyo because they've got these HOTO programs there um, that you would le really learn a lot. I think it's because you're, 
I think you're basically speaking the same language, maybe addressing it slightly, but you're basically speaking the same language because that's what they talk about. Dr. Right. Mother used to talk about Hado or the vibration. Absolutely. Books on that where if, if you want to, if you want to heal yourself, you want to change your vibration. Right. You know what I mean? And yep. what, one thing that was fascinating, I went to a health fair in 1996 in, um, I was in Nevada and I walked up to this fellow who was selling rose oil. And I, and I, my first exposure, and I said, what do you do with this? And he says, well, if you've got skin cancer, I put, I put it on um, people's uh, skin and the cancer goes away. And I scratched my head, not knowing anything at that point. I said, how does that work? And he said, cancer cells vibrate at two hertz per second. And, and rose oil vibrates at 200 hertz per second. So right. he said, Ted, think about it. If you put the rose oil on skin cancer, you're, you're putting cancer cells, which are very low vibration, two hertz per second, in a solution of 200 hertz per second. What happens? The cancer cell dies because you've got this, this raising. And he says it's the same thing with attitude. If you raise a, per, a person's attitude through lap or whatever, whatever else, um, through happy meals, then, um, just kidding, but you, you, you get rid of that environment so that no longer will cancer thrive. And notice, I think a lot of times, you know, look what, look what the media has done in the United States and elsewhere around the world. They've kept us in this perpetual fear state. Um, you know, now it's a new war in the Ukraine. They need some fighting somewhere. So they, they drum this, this battle up to make people, um, feel terrible and it keeps the vibrations low. So they get, so they feel crappy and they get sicker. So anyway, that was what uh, I remember that talking about that with with him. Yeah. yeah, people who are afraid are much easier to control and manipulate. That's true. That's what Hitler did during the 30s, 40s. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. 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 Well, and you know, there's tremendous amounts of money being made by people staying in that state, you know, but it, oh. it's it's up to us to decide when we've had enough of that and and we change, you know, a our direction well look at the vietnam war in the united states with lbj and the gulf of tonkin incident which was in 1964 that was a false false flag designed to get us into the vietnam war after they they killed our poor president kennedy right and we you know we had uh, hundreds of thousands of people die as a result of that but people companies you know big companies made a lot the military industrial complex made a lot of money off that and it was totally wasted it's useless. It's just totally useless. You know, a lot of fear and a lot of, uh, they drummed up the battle and they're doing that now too. So. Well, you know, I, I listened to somebody the other day and they made a, a really, really, uh, cool statement. They said, you know, once a sniper shoots, he reveals his, his position. And so they, ha they have fired oh, the shot. That's so it. That's now they have yeah. revealed themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 That's true. That's true. That's true. And now well, it's just up to us to, to pay attention mm -hmm. and to wake up and smell the coffee, you know? <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I'll drink to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no coffee, but water. <laughs> yeah. mm. You know, during the Atlantean times, um, they had a, a steady temperature of about 72 degrees, 72, 76 degrees for the whole planet. 
Yes. And that was regardless of whether you were up in the Antarctica right. or down around Central America or in the States or wherever, you know, Africa or whatever. It was all the same temperature. I remember it's been not too terrible long ago. We had, you know, we get we get really hot summers down here in the south. And uh, we had the first kind of breath of fresh air. And it was just like you say, around 70, 72 degrees. And I just closed my eyes. Right. And I told God how much I appreciated that breath of, of fresh air. And he said, if you like this, you're going to love heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so well, heaven's not going to be hot, you know. So I said I had to be really good because I can't stand the heat. You know, I got to go to heaven. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, yeah, I was out in the woods the other day. I loved taking walks, and uh, all the birds were flying around. The energy was just so beautiful. And that's that's something else, my friends, um, for your own mental well-being, if you can, even if you live in a city. Like New York City's got Central Park. Try to get out in nature. Hug a tree. You'll feel the vibrations coming around you. And I always get this wonderful grounding uh, grounding feeling from a tree. Um, all the love that comes out is just so wonderful. And um, it, it helped energize. That's actually a, a message I got from my cat, Fluffy, a couple of years ago. Fluffy's passed on now, um, but I do expect to see him later this year. He's going to come back, I've been told. So, um, But he said that you needed time. I was too busy. I needed to get time in nature. So he said, try three or four times a week. Even he said driving is is a time so you can see the, the the trees and whatnot. That helps with your own stability and and everything. Um, Michelle, we've got two and a half minutes left, and uh, uh, go ahead and please say a couple of words to my audience. Two minutes left now, I guess. Yeah. So. Well, I, I actually think you know, and and I've just watched it in my practice, you know, increase and increase and increase, you know. Uh, they said the next big release of energy was was January 21st. And I know that it's going to swell and build for that critical mass. And right. matter of fact, I'm, I'm teaching a class in Wisconsin on the, the 21st and 22nd because that's when the energy is going to be released and, and transformation can happen at, at rapid rates. And I think you can take advantage of it wherever you are. You Absolutely. Know, so that that's my philosophy on that is is right. take the ride. You know, it's going to be wonderful. Right. Michelle, no how, how do people reach you? We don't have much time left. Quickly, are you right. Eating? It's it's real easy. The easiest way to reach me is drpeel, p e a l at gmail dot com, or they okay. can call the office Central Standard Time USA at three three seven four seven 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 four two three. Okay, great, great. I will wanted, I want to wish everyone a really happy new year. I'm so happy you're all here, no matter where you are on this planet or off the planet. I know if we all work together, we can, and we are creating a much better and happier world. Um, this Monday, I'll be on Radio Soul International starting at 12 noon Pacific, 9 p.m. Central European time with my good friend Gerhard um, in Vienna, Austria. You can listen to uh, me on FM there. In Vienna, I think it reaches into Germany and Eastern Switzerland as well, and of course worldwide uh, on the on the on the on the web. I'm getting a, I'm having a, an author from Los Angeles, who said he was abducted by benevolent ETs, and he's got a lot of interesting messages. It's been on coast to coast before. He's well, this author is well known in China and Taiwan of all places. He's a Chinese author, but I'm I'm happy he'll be coming on my show. 
uh, Radio Soul is www.radiosoul.at, and the show will be available later on BBS as well, or you can go to my website at outofthisworld1150.com. I'm also going back to Shasta this year, too, and hope to get back to Peru and Sedona. If you're interested in any one of these spiritual places, please email me. I also have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side, and my new book's out for about 20 bucks, 21 bucks called Journey to the Other Side. And if you're interested, just uh, send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at, at gmail.com. And as always, Don and Doug, thank you so much for all your fantastic help. And Michelle, thank you so much for coming on today again. I want to thank everyone so much for listening um, and supporting Out of This World Radio. We're a nonprofit show, and we really appreciate your support. If you'd like to donate to help us out, just go to my BBS website or go to my website at Out of This World. 1150 at um, com, and you can read all about it there. And Michelle, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been so much fun. Um, it's always a, a, a real joy to, to listen to you. And um, I hope you, all of you have a fantastic interview. Thanks again for all for listening and Don and Doug for your fantastic help. Bye bye, everyone. Thank you for coming. Bye-bye.